0: All right, all right, all right, all right. I think I might have fixed it. Shout out to the coach gang. I think I might have fixed it. I see what happened there. We are back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the coach gang.
1: And that's you. For being
0: in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel, man. Hey, man, we back in here. I had to fix that. That's much better. I saw something happen toggled on my screen and i was looking the whole time during the intro and i was like hmm and then as soon as i popped up i was like yeah we bad news but we got it back fixed again yes they can't no, 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 no. they can't stop me man i would have had to do the stream like this i'd have been like what's going on everybody it's coach greg adams back in here with another youtube live stream shout out to the couch gang
1: and that's you
0: all right anyway <laughs> all right youtube messing with me today New, 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 new world order They definitely messing with me, man They messing with me Anyway, we clean and we ready to go And welcome to Monday Night Rosky, The longest winning episodic program here on YouTube uh, Yes, indeed Hit the like button in the building We got a great show today We got to talk about co-parenting Kim Kardashian As Snoop Dogg says it Kim Kardashian talks about co-parenting is freaking hard mm. wah, wah, wah. <laughs> co-parenting this hard and i'm gonna talk about co-parenting being a scam and i'm gonna talk about why it's hard for kim kardashian i don't know the hell i went to hell uh anyway f the real ish okay so look man uh we got a great show today we're gonna run through some things we're gonna talk about how's your electric car working for you today i got money yes we're gonna talk about that as well straggling snickel theater way too many toxic relationships going on in the hood yeah boy 1984 was the year my peers didn't know what was in store we're gonna talk about the hood we're gonna talk about adult sisters we're gonna talk about sisters and maybe we'll talk about Tory Lanez admitting that he messed up great conversations to be had today do me a favor hit the like button and we will get the show going to contribute to today's show dollar sign cga live on the cash app Venmo coach greg adams tv PayPal PayPal.me backslash coach Greg Adams. This is a donation to the baby mama terrorist fund. This is not income. I don't have no job, just so you guys know. I lost my job during COVID. I had a thriving business. And uh they I got laid off my job. <laughs> All right. Um but, but uh this, this these donations go to defend myself against the baby mama terrorist fund but particularly Uh, to defend my position, what I'm entitled to, and that's happiness and peace, and to be able to raise my kids. All right, we also got, we also got, uh, what are we doing here? Did I say PayPal, PayPal.me backslash coach Rick Adams? Also, the super chat is enabled on the Notorious CGA channel since we get enthralled here. Y'all are y'all watching the Twitter files? Oh, my goodness. Are you, are you guys looking at the Twitter file thing? My goodness. New, 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 new world order. They were literally—they're saying some agencies, some Alphabet agencies, not not reading Rainbow Alphabet, but the Alphabet agencies were literally going through Twitter and probably some social other social media sites. Where is it? Other social media sites, right? Right there. And they were censoring people. <laughs> what the fuck, dude? This is reprehensible. My God. You talk about new, the, new, 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 new and they said not even just not even big channels, not even big accounts. They talking about little accounts too. Boy, they was all prying into your ish. Unbelievable, man. This is what we have to deal with. So anyway, you see what's happening here. They literally cost the brother a bag. All right, I had a bag growing, and they was like, they cut me off of my job from Google. So again, private eye. I lost my job at Google, too. <laughs> I had a job for Google after COVID and I lost my job there, too. <laughs> he says, why are we so surprised? I know. But look, the, he says conspiracy theories aren't looking so crazy after all. Again, once again, conspiracy theories be on point. Elon Musk is saying it's a, it's funny how all the conspiracy theories were true. Um, and all the normies were like bark! chicken bark. <laughs> it's crazy. You bitch, you bitch. All right, anyway. I would have moved up out the hood by now. Uh, what do we got? So in order to super chat, Notorious CGA channel for the super chats. Anyway, let's get to the earlier contributions to the day show. You guys should have known what time it is out here. They don't want y'all knowing this information. They don't want y'all to get this best entertainment here on YouTube. They don't want y'all out here making decisions and being a free agent. They don't want y'all flying the, flying the friendly skies out here. They don't want you on your own, keeping your own bag. Anyway, it's crazy, man. The Twitter files things is reprehensible. And not many media people are covering this, by the way. You know, I got to start looking. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know, man. People, if you want to be awake, be awake. But I got to start looking at these people like this. This is reprehensible. I mean, why? Why, why, why? Anyway, let's get to the earlier contributors to the day show. Sir Dirty Dan, he says the woman who robbed the store in Orange County is the same plot as the show Good Girls, an inside job with straggledaggles robbing the grocery store. Uh-oh, wait. Is the Good Girls the, the roommates that are broke? Or that's two broke girls. So Good Girls is a TV show. And they they did the inside job and robbed the safe. <laughs> you know for sure that was an inside job. One of them straggles definitely worked in that uh, grocery store in Orange County. Absolutely. Oh, man, that's crazy. Shout out. It's on NBC. All right, two girl, uh, good girls. It's bad, and and look at these episodes. They're coming up with good girls, two broke girls. I mean, where they're they're telling you, pre-programming you to tell you what's going to happen here, and all the girls can relate. Oh, I love it, two broke girls. <laughs> all right, yeah, that's us. <laughs> Wait a minute, I also noticed,
1: and that's you. My
0: stream has ended at seven o two. Nobody, no, no new viewers. All right, there we go, 707. I was like, what is going on? Cheap drum hacks, he says.
2: Your rent's due, motherfucker.
0: <laughs> Hit the like button. They stagnate in the hell out of this stream. They're like, nobody gonna watch this today. It's stuck at seven. Okay, it's going up. I was like, it's stuck at 700 people. Okay, all right, let me check PayPal and Cash App, if we will. Let me see what the brothers are saying over there. Uh, The like button will help today, obviously. They on to me. And I started the straw off bad, so I had to leave and come back. Uh, Not not too good. Not a good way to start the show. OK, let's check out what's going on over on these apps over here. See if anybody early contributed to today's show. I'm sure I'm sure we got one or two over there. Let's check out on Vimo. Uh, let's see here. Or better yet, PayPal, let me check on PayPal. Hold on for a second. Hold on for a second. I got to get it. I, I didn't have it set up. I was worried about my other part of the stream. Uh, Let's see here. We got PayPal and we got, uh, oh, oh, we got a familiar name. Let me see if I can say your name. No government name. He says, please, no government name. No government name. He says, please. I got to remember that because if I say your name, it's probably only two of you guys in America. Mm. He says, there's no more. He says, there's no one more in a bind than an XX pipe down. This is a, uh, wait a minute. Than an XX getting piped up. There's no one more in a bind than an XX getting piped down. This is JLW that says that women choose who to submit to rather than something that's earned. Women choose who to submit to rather than something that's earned. Interesting. Who was JLW? I'm not sure who is that Jesse Lee. No, who was that? I don't know who JLW is. But I don't know. Maybe it's you. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's you, but look.
1: And that's you.
0: um, Women do submit to men. Is that the only thing they they do, they they choose who they submit to uh, for the most part. And if you buy into it, they can't. They can't submit. They can't submit that way. Okay. They submit to authority figures and men who they respect. Let's start off. uh, Leonardo. We'll call you Leonardo. He says, we do like you on the dark side. Blessings, all right. We do like you on know, the dark side, and I am definitely on the dark side today, and for a long time, for a long time. Monogamy is of course dead. Okay, we got some uh brothers over here. Let's see, on this on the super chat, I'm all over the place. Stony Montana says Kim K got $50, $11, fifty eleven dollars and people that hate hey, take care of them kids, but she has to put on a show for the court of public opinion. Barbecue gang all day. Is barbecue in there? Yeah, she full of shit over there talking about co-parenting is so hard. Now, the reason she's saying co-parenting is so hard is not that the help. She doesn't have help raising the kids. There's another reason why co-parenting is so hard for you. And not only that, this is the reason co-parenting is so hard for both parents. And we're going to talk about that as well. So let's get right into today's show. All right, where is it at? Okay, banners. Okay, there we go right here. Uh, Episode number one, how's that electric car going for you this winter? All right, let's go ahead and see if we can pop that part of the stream up. Apparently, and I don't know, I don't have an electric car, but I've been somewhat out of the loop on the electric car thing. I'm not not buying it, and the reason why I'm not buying it is because we don't have the infrastructure for this ish. You know what I mean? Humanity has done a lot of despicable things, telling us one thing is going to be good for us, only for it to crash, like the Titanic. The Hindenburg, all right? Uh, a whole bunch of things. Pan Am, or Pan- or Pan- what is it called? What was it called? Pan Am, Pan Am uh, Airlines, all right? All of these things. So here it is right here. Apparently, apparently, according to this person, it says right here, this is ridiculous. I can't charge my car because the charging port is frozen and won't open. <laughs> so he can't charge his car. And his charging point is frozen. I would imagine maybe a gas tank might do that, but you got that little finger loop right there where you can pop your gas tank open. And then also, you know, from the inside, if you don't have one of those and you have the inside, you can flick your little button and the hydraulic will pop. But um, here it is right here. (laughs) Okay, I don't think they figured this out. You know, they didn't expect below sub-zero weather in many of these places. But uh, my question is, this is what people, (laughs) he says, put some water on that bitch. I think that works in the opposite way. It doesn't work like you think. I think it actually freezes the water. I don't know. I lived on the East Coast for a little bit of time. I don't think, I don't think the hot water works. But I think electricity and water, that might not mix either. Mm. I mean, you got to charge the car. How are you going to? Anyway. <laughs> okay. All right. But now, look, my question is this. My question is this. Because people are like, well, you should park it in the garage. Well, mm. that's my whole point. That's the point. Look, we don't have people that, you know, because they're pushing this thing. Everybody get electric cars, electric cars. But the point is, most people don't have the residency that requires an electric car, right? You don't have a garage. If you don't have a garage, that's going to be damn near crazy. Like, now you got to go park somewhere at your job and make sure you get there early so you can get the little charging port. You got to make sure they don't, you know, get an overcharge. It's, It's just too much. We don't have the infrastructure for it yet. It's just not there. So people who buy these cars, they don't have garages where they can put their little port in. So they got to have their car outside. But what if it snows like it's in Buffalo? What do you do then? What do you do then? You know what I mean? Like, this is just crazy. We got to think this shit through. Because now you can't get to work and it defeats the point of having an electric car. Right now you got to go Uber. (laughs) Somebody says wrong. What? What's wrong? I'm. Hey, look, he's the one with the thing. <laughs> I don't think this works, and this is not even the full argument me against electric cars. I've gone in on this in detail, so don't tell me like if you miss my detail on this electric cars. I've gone on on the battery, the cost of the battery, infrastructure, time charging. I mean, it's a net loss at this point. It's a net loss. So what are we talking about here? He says my Tesla is fine. Where are, look, it's all relative. Are you? Where are you? Do you have a garage? And look, and listen, look, they mad already. Look, I'm just telling you, bro. Look, it works for you. Does it work for? See, listen, see, listen. I know, look, the, the, the Teslas are going the weed head, right? I go on the weed head. The Tesla's like, mine is fine. Here's the deal. It's not that yours is fine. See, there, there you go right there. It's not, see, that's that selfish bullshit that I talk about. Well, mines are fine. Well, my marriage is fine. Well, my house mortgage is fine. See, it's the selfish shit. It's the fact that is it going to be fine for everybody? See, when will we get it? Is it going to be fine for everybody? See, they're pushing this on everybody. Are we ready for everybody? (laughs) Are we ready for everybody? Somebody said I was wrong on crypto. No, it wasn't. I told you crypto was going what? I was completely right. Yo, what are you talking about? Y'all be trying to say I'm wrong. I was right. I told you. I was like, it's coming down. But look, everybody's always look, it's fine. And mine's is working. But what about everybody else? What about everybody else? When they change the law and they say, we got to all go to electric cars. Look at this shit. (laughs) So what if you, what if you can get to work, but I can't? Well, they'd be like, that's you.
1: (laughs) And that's you.
0: Come on, man. That's the point I'm making. We don't have the infrastructure for everybody to be on this shit. Now, just to be fair, that was the same thing about like electricity. It was the same thing with electricity. When, we, when the electric grids were put out, not everybody had access to it. <laughs> not everybody understood it and so forth and so on. However, they didn't make laws, so everybody had to go and le- get electricity. If you lived out on a farm, you could do fine with your kerosene. They weren't like, you can't have kerosene lamps. But what they're doing is pushing on laws in New York. I just can't imagine this could be this infrastructure will be possible in the next 10 years. It's not going to work. They are not ready for this year. And they think they are. But you're probably not. (laughs) All right, dudes are like my anecdotal evidence. I'm doing just fine with my Tesla. Do you have a garage? I'm sure you have a garage. Anyway yeah <laughs> all right anyway boy the the, the libtards have showed up i'm wrong but meanwhile look look
1: and that's you
0: the infrastructure world listen look at this hold on for a second i'm gonna show you this. this is what we do this is what we do around here this is what i want you to guard against hold on where's my comment section i'm gonna highlight this shit because y'all trying to come after me check this out hold on for a second Look at this. Look at this shit right here. You see this? Do you see this? (laughs) Uh, Everybody read this comment. Everybody read this comment. You see this shit? doing hopium well hopefully well possibly and might be maybe can and but we could hope and we could and, and what what we should do and what bruh mm-hmm. hope is not a strategy is this your defense hope is not a strategy y'all coming in here boy y'all some blue pills when it comes to electric cars well hopefully one day well the d- demand what demand mm-hmm. you mean by forced you mean a forced demand of course when you tell me I can't drive one, a gas car anymore, then demand, and then problems. Mm. <laughs> oh, my Lord, have mercy. Oh, man, can we can we get the hope strategy? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Man, let's stop. We got our voice. lego is the sauce, says bought a BMW M3 2022. Looked at Tesla and others, and you are right. No way in hell those cars will be ready till 2040. I'm in a townhouse with a garage and they say uh, and they said that says above freezing and I can't wait. I think you meant that stays above freezing. I'm in a townhouse with a garage that stays above freezing and I can't Chicago, Chicago. Yeah, man, I just don't. I don't know, man. Listen, I didn't live in the days where Edison and all of these people, J.W., Uh, J.P. Morgan was putting in the electric grid. I wasn't around. I just thought I'm sure it was complicated, but there's no laws that were pushed that told you. Now they're pushing laws to tell you we're going to get these things off the road. Well, we ain't ready yet. We're not going to be ready. And I'll see me see me in. Yeah, Nikola Tesla and J.P. Morgan when they were putting in the grid. Yeah, this was probably the same thing we are experiencing, but they're forcing us to it. And I just don't see it. I don't see it. Now, a couple of y'all can have y'alls, but not everybody. If everybody did it, not right now. No. What is it? 2023 next year, next week? I don't see it. I don't see it. (laughs) All right. Anyway, Straggler Sniggle Theater. Uh anyway, Straggler Sniggle Theater. Yeah, wait till they gotta get their batteries. Oh boy. They're gonna be pissed off when you gotta go get your replacement battery. (laughs) Yeah, they can't if forcing it is not gonna work. Forcing is not going to work. Let people decide on their own. But anyway, straggling and Sniggle Theater, uh, now that we pissed off the Bernie bros, the Bernie, the Bernie bros are here defending our, I can't wait till everybody gets one. By the way, you might want to invest in, in some minerals related to this. But anyway, <laughs> let's talk about straggling Sniggle Theater. We got a great straggling Sniggle Theater today. This is going to be reprehensible. Let's talk about, Let's talk about the um let's talk about the toxic relationships in neighborhoods, man. Most of you guys haven't you guys have seen relationships like this. Hold up for a second. I got the wrong one up. Here we go right here. Many of you guys who grew up in the hood have seen relationships like this where uh people act it's stupid many times because two young people have a child. Now apparently in this vehicle it's this is not a skit by the way. you'll find out it's not a skit in this Ford little SUV here. There's somebody going to be, you know, there's a child in here. It looks like a baby mama and a baby daddy having at it. And let's go ahead and roll the film here. It's
3: a baby in that
0: All right. So I don't know the aftermath of this, but but you've seen toxic relationships like this and where they in love with each other. They're definitely so in love with each other, and that love turns to this type of thing, which is not violence, but it's just erratic, just crazy. And uh, yeah, this is what
3: happens. It's a baby in that motherfucker. Damn. So um, these two
0: don't have a chance that child in life hopefully the child survived but hopefully that child has no chance of doing anything in life. that child is done with those two idiots parenting that child what they're willing to risk for their child i'm sure they've done a good job parenting so you guys got to watch out for people like that and that's why the hood the hood is so hood wow shaggling sniggle theater there uh hit the like button let's go ahead and go to the Next video, apparently this is a follow-up. Somebody shared a video of what I was talking about. Typically, uh, the rebellious nature of young women. They rebel against their parents and their fathers. And uh, t- typically, what's going to happen is uh, they want to move back and come back with their families and their fathers after they ruin ruined their lives and caused all kinds of stress and strife. But uh, here's a comedic take on that situation here. This appears to be a, a sister. And uh, there she is with her backpack. <laughs> Or it looks like her traveling backpack. And we'll go ahead and refresh the video so you can see it here. And you can see uh, this is a skit, but we'll play it. There she is with her bag coming up. The ring doorbell is acknowledged her.
2: Hey, Mama. Hey, Daddy. This is Janelle. I know y'all here because I see y'all cars out here in the driveway. I just want to let y'all know, Dad, I'm ready to stay in a child's place. So, can I please move back in? I promise to do my chores. Like, I'm t- I'm tired of being an adult. M- mama, y'all, mama, daddy, answer the door, please. I know y'all in there. I know y'all hear me. Oh.
0: Your rent's due, wow. And so now her parents has got to hide from her, but she's been in these streets for a couple of years. She's been in these streets for probably about a decade or so, have two or three other men's babies, and she's trying to come home. And the sad part of uh, adults moving home is they don't consider the parents. Uh, People think that the parents are happy that their adult child is moving home. Many parents are not. Single mothers are happy, you know what I mean, because they ain't going nowhere. But uh, two parents that live well and got their kids out of the house, either by hook or by crook or by good leadership, you want your kids to be out and be stable. You don't want your kids coming back home because you want to be able to sit in your drawers. You know, you're 55, 60 years old. You want to be able to sit in your drawers and watch Jeopardy. You want to be able to go, you know what I mean, fondle on your old wife. You want to be able to travel. You want to be able to look. They park in a big-ass, ex, ex, what is it called, escalate escalade all on the lawn. And here you come which are, well, it's tough out there, and families actually live together. No, 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 no. Your rent's due, motherfucker. Get out. So families don't want, uh, the only people that think and say families actually live together longer in previous times, the only people who say that is people that need to move in with their family. You never hear parents say, you know, move in longer, stay longer, stay as long as you want until you get married. (laughs) It's always them going, get the hell out. We don't want you coming back. And now, of course, she says, I'm ready to listen. It's staged. Yes, it's a skit.
2: Hey, mama. Hey, daddy. This Janelle. I know y'all here because I see y'all cars out here in the driveway. I just want to let y'all know Dad. I'm ready to stay in a child's place.
0: Yeah, she's ready to listen now because she didn't got knocked on her head. 17, 18, she thought she knew it all. And now she's like, you know, oh, I'm ready to stay in the child's place. Unfortunately, you're 39 years old with your hairline pushed back.
2: So can I please move back in? I promise to do my chores. Like I'm t-
0: Yeah, I, I want to listen now.
2: I'm tired of being an adult. Yep. Your rents do, motherfucker.
0: Yep. I'm tired of being an adult. And she didn't get no man and she got bills and she tried to sell in peace leave. So she's like, I got to figure out who can I go to last? OK, I got to go back to my parents and I got to crawl and beg This is what we described earlier in the day where the woman comes home and in color purple and she goes to daddy full of tears, full of trauma, full of stress. And then she wants to move back in after all that. Uh, she probably talked cash when she was moving out of her daddy's house. Daddy, I ain't got to listen to you, daddy. And now she coming back.
2: Mama, mama, y'all, mama, daddy, answer the door, please. I know y'all in there. I know y'all hear me.
0: Yeah, they ain't coming to the door. All right, they ain't coming to the door. And they probably have something to tell you.
2: You want to pay your bills? You want to pay rent? You want to get Starbucks? You better work, bitch. You wanna get groceries? You wanna feed your cats? You wanna watch Netflix? You better work, bitch.
0: Yeah, you better go get you a job, (laughs) right? They got jobs out there for y'all. Anyway, yep, I'm grown. I ain't gotta listen, and I done this and I done that. I got a man, and there's men out there want me to move in. My baby daddy gonna take care of me. I can run out here. The pimping is strong. Okay. Let's get to the next story right here quickly. Uh, Tory Lanes actually acknowledges what CGA has said for a long time. Now, this tweet is from February twenty third, twenty twenty two. So this was way before he got that verdict, but he knew he messed up. This is this is allegedly Tory Lanes' Twitter account, and uh, I don't know if this to be true, but he figured it out. He says, "Good salami." I don't even know why he tried to censor the word deals Nick, but he did. He actually wrote it out. I guess I don't know. That's maybe what they do in Canada. Good deals Nick had me banging two best friends, and I got caught. Yes, you did. Slanging Johnson will make you pay at some point. Not always, but sometimes. <laughs> All right, but at some point, you get caught up, and he says that's what I apologize for. It's sick how you spun it, though. Yeah, well, you spun going to jail, sir. I'm in a bind, Nate. You know what I mean? And I bet you the whole time before that, he thought he was the man. And of course, yes, he thought he was the man. He went up there. He tried to run up on Kylie Jenner. He tried to have the two little hoes that he was with, Meg and Kaylee, whoever her name is. I can't remember the other girl's name. And then there was another girl in the car he probably was pushing up on, too. But sometimes, man, doing too much will get your ass put in prison. Now, this is an interesting way to get it put in prison, where they blamed you for putting shrapnel in that Megan The Horse foot. But either way it goes, one bad night with a bunch of straggles, got your ass hemmed up, and when the, listen, when they come calling, when the devil shows you up with the receipt, there's no negotiating. Kelsey is her name, the one that cocked her legs wide open. Tory Lane's God dang, man, could you, could you imagine? You was minding your own business, running around here with stank all on your finger. That's all you was talking about. And he said, hey, that's what I was doing. I was slinging Johnson. Stank on my finger. That was always on my mind. And you're going to jail potentially for 22 years for some stank on your finger. Mm. Shit. That's sad. Let's go to the Super Chats, man. You got to be careful out here. Got to be careful. Not everybody should be penetrated. I always tell young men, not everybody's worth penetrating. (laughs) Sometimes you got to leave the penetration alone. At least don't be hanging out with them. All right. Anyway, what do we got here? JC says, I should have known better, coach. I'm over here hoping for the EV folks, and I ain't even got one. I will gladly take the public lashing as a Christmas present. So here's something in return, coach. Game for life, my man. Let's pick it up. You, it's all right, JC. It's all right, <laughs> JC. All right, Brown. Wait a minute. Hold on for a second. I missed a. I missed some people. Chadwick says, "Why you pulled this morning show?" What? What do you mean? Why did I pull it? Oh, oh, I see. Um, I pull all the live streams. You are guys on the Notorious CGA channel. I pull them all down. So I always say that, and the reason why is once you, never never mind. I can't tell you why I pull it down, but on the Notorious channel, there's no live streams over there. I simulcasted just so people can super chat, and I missed a gang of money on the playback. Like I'm like people think I'm grifting. I pull it down. I miss a gang of money on the playbacks because I can get at least some people to watch the playbacks and just send you guys all over there. But uh, the channel's small. So I pull it down at the end of the stream. So you got to watch it back on the free agent lifestyle channel. All right. Brown 310 in the house. A so shout out to you. And I got a girl for you. Her name is what was her name? I can't remember. Miranda. Everett Walker, can't believe I saw Grant Cardone shuffling this morning. He definitely wouldn't have been dating, uh, would have been a dating coach selling GC 10X pickup courses. Hashtag coach gang. Wow, Grant Cardone was out there shuffling, telling you ninjas to run out there and uh go after women that paying you no attention. By the way, that would be stalking in today's world. Uh, Baby boomers and I think Grant Cardone is a Gen Xer. I think he's a Gen Xer. But here's the deal: Gen X and baby boomers, stop giving young people advice. We have to uh, uh, advice about relationships. (laughs) Okay, we have we have to clear this out. Now, I don't give advice about relationships. I basically tell you what to look out. But stop telling. I I don't even want to keep repeating this. Stop telling young people to do what you did to get a girl. Because much of it today is a crime. <laughs> much of it today would be criminal act- activity. Much of it today, you would be caught on cell phone camera, ring camera, and so forth. You would have evidence. They would have evidence to show someone that you're bothering them. They would have screenshots of all of your goofy ass text messages and voicemails. They would have a case against you talking about you bothered her and left 50 11 phone messages on her answer machine. And she never called back. You going to get a case. You are creepy. What the hell? I, I, I don't understand why um older people don't know this. It's just, it's just not the same time. We're not in the same era. And to be fair, we don't have the same advantages that we did. You know what I mean? Like I know women are like, Oh, the patriarchy in the past to be fair. Stuff we could get away with back in the 90s and 2000s, we could not do today. Like, we could not do that today, unfortunately. And take it from me, because many people that are Gen X that speak up and baby boomers, you're already married or you're in long-term relationships or you're already hunkering down, you're comfortable. You never have to think about the dating landscape. You probably never really been on Twitter, I'm sorry, Tinder and, and Instagram. You probably never been really now, if you have been, I got some questions for you because you obviously been cheating on your wife or your girlfriend. But we live post Me Too era, post hashtag believe all women, post this is post Tinder, post sexual uh revolution, the digital sexual revolution, post Kevin Samuels, post Andrew Tate, post war uh women king. This is not the same year. This is not the same, and the same strategy is not going to work. You cannot just, just do what we did. And even you old boomers, you can't just do wop your way to some peace league. You can't just dress like you a pimp and walk the streets. And these girls, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Yeah, r- listen, the man show was a thing where they would end the show with, with hot blondes jumping on trampolines. That show would get canceled today, and that was in the 2000s. This is post Maxim Magazine. If they put out Maxim Magazine today, actually, I don't know if you know, I had a subscription to Maxim, and then they had a whole female editorial staff, and then the Maxim tried to go Fashion Magazine, and guess what happened? (laughs) Done. It died. Dudes don't want to see that shit. You can't put out that shit today. You can, but it's going to be behind the adult screen. So you know how much stuff is post Al Bundy. The stuff Al Bundy say today would be absolutely canceled. And that was our, ta- that was our time. So I'm just letting people know I would, we, we need to have a great conversation about this. It's a different era. Not saying that everything is wouldn't work, but there's a lot of things that we did in the nineties and we had a significant advantage that would not fly today. Wouldn't fly. Okay. Anyway, let's get into. Did I? Am I doing the super chats? I am. So we need some different things. We can't just be like, y'all need to go talk to women. Oh shit! Like, yeah, I get it. Yes, we need to go talk to women. But as a person that has been, and I've been in every cycle of these relationships, I'm one of the only one that can say I've been in every cycle. Just, just let me say this again. As a content creator here in this space. I'm one of the only ones that can say I've touched every base in the relationship uh, game. I've touched every base. Not everybody's touched every base. Some have uh, just knowledge. They have limited knowledge because they haven't touched every base. Like I've done the whole player thing, rotation, spin plate, uh, sneak around. Um, I did the whole marriage, engage, children, divorce, All right. I touched every damn base. I've done the whole loyal girlfriend, loyal boyfriend. I've touched every single base. Now, I don't know. I'm just thinking off the top of my head. I'm always just thinking of the top dogs. And forgive me if there's somebody that is new, meaning new in the last two years. I really don't think about them because I've been so busy creating content that they really aren't on my radar. But I'm thinking of the content creators that were big before I got in or still relevant. Not everybody touched every base. I'm trying to think of who, who would be like me where I can they can speak on. I've been done the download, but who can speak on every single position? Like I play shortstop. I play first place. I play second, third. So, yeah, man, it's a different time. And as an older male, I've come back into the dating marketplace post-divorce. And um, I also have been on the what? The P4P where the junior college where I'm an older male dealing with younger women. So I sympathize for younger men because I see, I see younger men and I'm messing with the women that they're messing with. So I'm dealing with them. Not a lot of content creators can say that they're near 50. And so they can touch, um, touch on how it, how it is to deal with women in their twenties, early twenties and mid twenties. Like I, I can do that. Not any content creator can do that. Anyway, <laughs> Somebody said alan Roger Curry. I don't know. I don't know if he was ever married. Hammerhand people said Hammerhand Man. I don't know if these people have ever, ever ever been married. Darius M is uh Darius M. I think he was married. Shout out to Darius. I think he was married at one point. I can't remember. Big John as well. Big John as well. But I don't know if those guys are going back and dating younger women. Anyway. Yeah, not anybody can say they touched all the bases. I touched all the bases. So then I can come back and say, here's my experience. Other people can say, nah, 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 nah. But they never touched the base. How the hell can you speak on it? How the hell can you speak on it and you haven't been there? Has Andrew Tate been married? Has Andrew Tate been married? Asking for a friend. Has he been married, divorced with kids? That's, That's the thing. And I'm not trying to belittle these people, but this is what gives me my perspective. This is what allows me to say, yeah, I know what younger guys are going through. Not only that, I know what older guys are going through. I know what older men are going through. And I go, wow, this is crazy. Okay, so he hasn't. He has never been married, and then he doesn't have children as well. So that's a different thing. He can't speak on it. That's why he kind of stays in his lane over there. KS, Kevin Samuels. Kevin Samuels probably could be, would be another person that, was doing what I was doing, right? I think Kevin Samuels would be the comparison because he did get married. I think he was married twice. Then he had children in a marriage. He was on child support. Then he started dating younger women. That didn't work out for him. Rest in peace. That caught up to him. So Kevin Samuels, I believe, would be another one where he played, he, he, he touched all the bases. Tommy, was Tommy married too? I'm not sure. Yeah, te- uh, so anyway, anyway, that's why he said a feast. Oh, leave him alone. He already got top five simp of the year. Hey, we got no government names, says coach. Uh, from today's show, when you were talking about going to an expensive store or master's and walking out, all of the women are looking. It's like that when you're a fly first class, when you fly first class. Yes, he says, everyone is looking at you when they pass by you. And when you waiting for your lug- luggage, just a great feeling. That's true. If you never uh, flew first class, you don't know that. And people do look at you and wonder why you're there. I also saw a member of the coach gang recognize me, and he was sitting in the first class. And I was quite embarrassed because my ass was going to shuffle back to the coach area. (laughs) He was like, what's up, man? It was a black dude. He was like, what's up, Coach Adams? He was like, salute. You the man, son. He was like, I appreciate you. He was sitting all up in his first class seat with his legs crossed, reading this newspaper. And I was like, what's up, man? Appreciate y'all. And then I had da-dump, da-dump, all the way back by the back ass wing. You know what I mean? Like, he was like, look at this ninja, <laughs> broke ninja. <laughs> yep. He was sipping Cristal, smoking the cigar. He was like, what's up, man? Coach Gang in the building. He was like, salute. He gave me the knuckles. He was like, um, yo seat right here, you sit next to me. I was like, uh, nah, I think I'm in, I'm in 36C in the middle seat. Mm. He was like, this dude, bro. <laughs> he, he like, he on the internet talking about
3: I got money.
0: And I'm back there with two fat people trying to wrestle for my damn armrest. And he came back to the bathroom. What's up, coach? Let me talk to y'all. I'm sitting between two fat people like this. (laughs) Hold up. (laughs) That brother probably was like, this ninja. (laughs) All right, anyway. Yeah, man, that's what happens, man. That's what happens, you know. Sometimes I got caught, you know what I mean? I told him I had to tell him, you know, I was on the, I had to pick up a flight. I was on standby. So they only had this seat. You know, I normally sit up here with y'all ninjas, but I'm back here in the back today.
3: Mm.
0: (laughs) Anyway, coaching coach, man. I was like, oh, that's embarrassing, man. I'm supposed to be flying. I'm supposed to be riding high. You know what I'm saying? I'm supposed to be bling blinging up here in first class and my ass in the back. All right. Anyway, he probably was sniggling at me the whole flight. (laughs) All right, anyway, you know, government A says I've dated for 20 plus years and I'm almost paid for every date. He says, even usually paying for women's cousins and friends. Yikes. That's the treatment most women live. He says, so how could they be broke since they are educated and make all this money? Uh, The reason why is because the reason why is because they're undisciplined with money. It's very simple when it comes to the ladies and money. It's like sand in the hourglass. It slips through their hand. There's many of them, and I'm talking about the vast majority of them. They cannot budget very well, and then that's how they get in into bad financial shape. And also, a lot of them be lying too about their financial position, forcing you to pay, and they know you buy it. And then the third part is that um, it costs expense. It's expensive to be a woman. I keep bringing that up. And we underestimate that, like the clothes we buy, the haircuts we get, the jewelry that we need, the shoes that we buy. It pales in comparison to what it costs to look like a woman. And of course, the better they look, the better the outcome for them. So they know this inherently. And um, it costs a lot to be a woman. It does. I, I will say this. If you have kids and you have a daughter and you're blessed to have a daughter and a son, the cost for the daughter is going to be five to ten times more than the son. And that's just on basic shit. Many times the activities that they select drives the cost up significantly. Right. Um, many times you're, you you know, uh, uh, we can get away. Somebody said excuses. Dude, are you serious? I've made this point. Are you serious? If you don't believe me, <laughs> if you do not believe me, go First of all, I've known hairstylists. Go get a haircut. A male haircut, dude. They, those things that they bring up, it costs a hell of a lot to keep hair done. Or wigs. Go to a wig store and see how much a wig costs. Go to a makeup, go to Sephora. Go to Sephora and see how much that makeup costs they putting on. Then calculate how many times they put it on their face. Go to Sephora. Go to um go to um a Botox. Like, we don't think about none of that shit. Like none of that shit is for us. Surgeries, implants, booty implants, um lip implants, nails. You never been in a nail salon? He says the thrift stores are large, largely women's clothes. They have plenty. Oh, see. You trying to budget for a woman. <laughs> like look. You trying to budget for a woman. Go to the thrift store. <laughs> waxing, mustache waxing, please. It's not even freaking close. You you guys got three t-shirts and two pair of good dress pants and barely any one pair of shoes. And then you got a top on that. Dude, it's not even close. Not even close. There ain't no shuffling. And trust me, I have a daughter and I have a son. The, The expenses, the price just to maintain both of them are significantly different. And the expectations significantly different. Now, if you want to budget for them and tell them they can come out there um, um, without makeup and you want to budget for them and tell them they only need two pair of shoes, go ahead. Now, what's going to happen is, and I know this is going to happen, you're going to talk shit about them the way they look. You're going to say, oh, she a four. She look like Master Splinter. She look like shit without makeup. That's why they keep running and putting more makeup on. <laughs> Go buy some draws. All right, look, go buy some draws. Go to Victoria's Secret, and then you go to Target and get them uh, dirty-ass boxer briefs from uh, Fruit of the Looms. <laughs> Y'all ninjas be wearing Fruit of the Loom boxer briefs and tidy whities and they out there buying expensive lingerie draws. And you got the nerve to tell me I'm shuffling? It's not even close. Not even freaking close, just on the lingerie draws. And then when they come in with that dingy-ass armpit, uh, sweat on their lingerie draws, you're going to talk shit. I'm just telling you, man. I'm just telling you. You're going to talk shit. Look at you. So you ain't, guys, you haven't bought draws in about four years. You guys got holes in your draws. Pause. I guarantee you, some of y'all watching with holes in your draws, and you're going to tell me about I'm shuffling for women and their expenses. You ain't bought draws in five to ten years. I guarantee you. You still were draw- <laughs> You still recycling the same draws, and then you gonna talk shit about good. These girls can't even. Bro, stop. Anyway, mm. <laughs> you ain't. When was the last time y'all bought socks, undershirts, meaning tank tops or or under uh, a shirts and drawers at the same time? When? <laughs> Don't tell me. And then you talk about I'm shuffling. Please, it ain't even close. The expenses. That it takes to maintain one. Now, you can thrift store everybody. Okay, thrift store. You're going to make them buy underwear at the thrift store. You're going to be cool when she pulls out her Mormon draws. Hold on for a second. Mormon underwear. I'm going to show y'all. You're going to be cool when she pull out her Mormon underwear, Her her magic draws. I don't know if I can show this. Here we go right here. They magic underwear. Let me show you. You going to be cool when they come out like this here? You going to be cool? Yeah, I'll take her just like that. That's better than the lingering jaws. That's what you're going to tell me. Yep. <laughs> no, you ain't going to be cool. You're going to be talking shit. So everybody knows that. You can wear them. But as soon as they come out with they mag- magic undies, you're going to be mad as hell. You're going to be talking shit. So it's not even close. Anyway, doesn't excuse, doesn't mean I got to pay for their dinner. Just saying their monthly budget is going to, and by the way, I've been married, so I know it as well. I can, I can live off way less where it takes way more of my income or our income to even support. And they go without money times, Like I'll just go without anyway. <laughs> Y'all still hitting though. I know y'all still hitting. Shout out to D-Roll says, checking in, coach. Just got home, tuned in now. We tuned in. We tuned in. Thank you, brother. Somebody says, coach, you speaking facts. Now I, Now on Amazon to buy some more boxers. Please give me the buzzer. Mm-hmm. Y'all ain't bought no more boxers. Y'all got holes. Your box is all thin around the crotch area. You got snicker stains all in your drawers, and you got the nerd to tell me. And you still be putting them on, too. Still be putting them on. And then you you take them off. You get in the bed with them uh, boxers with the hearts on them. You get in the bed with your black church socks on. And meanwhile, she didn't spend 511 dollars on lingerie drawers to make her titties push up. <laughs> All right. Talking about, nah, women don't have it harder financially than us. Yes. Everything calls for them. All right. Anyway still don't support them Uh Talk about, I need to pay for that on a date. I shouldn't have to consider that, no. I shouldn't have to consider it. That's y'all's bill. That's y'all's bill. You're a woman, deal with it. You get all these free drinks and all this shit, yeah, deal with it. Or else, I'll just go to the junior college. <laughs> Soldier for God says men will do anything to get some Funky Finger Productions. Oh, Funky Finger Productions. Shout out to Libby Cully. And liver color, let me give you my business card. You know, I'm fresh out. Howard, bam, who remembers that? Funky Finger Productions. Somebody just say they just like the booty. Mr. Albert says, this is why it's a lie when they say married men make more money because they spend more money. They spend more money. And I don't understand the point where women spend so much money but they don't make no money. Somebody's got to figure that out. But I think that comes from the belief that men just make way more money. We showed you the video of the two, the the seven ladies that were basically like the average man got to be making 80 K and it's not even close. Right? So women believe men are just piling money on, but I think what's happening is men have less expenses. We can live off far less and we tend to be able to have more money to pay for dates. So they believe we make more money. But I think what men do is we we do better with our money. Typically, we do way better with our money, typically. And so they think we just have excess money. They think we just got extra money just sitting around. And they're like, the reason why is because they make more money. That's not true. Just the sad reality of their delusion. Our salaries are very comparable. Like, I've heard people say this. You know what I mean? Like, we can live in a one-bed We can live in 400-square-feet studio with a damn Murphy bed and just be happy as a mother sucker with a damn one of those uh lawn chairs and a little TV screen and some video games and two pair of shoes. We good. We are good. No more. We good. We can live off basic. we can We can cook spaghetti. We can put, we can cut some spaghetti and eat on that shit four days in a row with some damn garlic toast, with some damn <laughs> whole wheat bread, with some garlic butter, put that bitch in the toaster or vice versa. Then put the garlic, but bre- we good, we good. And we got extra money hanging around. We're good. They can't do that shit. They can't do it. They, they, they do it inherently, but they are depressed when they do it. We can live very, very frugally and minimally without all the bullshit. And then that lends to us having extra money. We can live in our car. We can live in a camper. We can live in a camper. We can live in a damn fifth wheel trailer or a little tag along uh, camper. We can we can do very, very little. The only reason we have all that shit is to impress women. Okay, I got a bigger house to impress women. I got a better car to impress women. I got better clothes to impress women. When you get out of the I need to impress women, you go down, shrink down your whole footprint on society. You shrink it down. And then women look at you. He got money. Mm. We can live off of plastic ass containers, anything. So that's where it comes from. That's, again, it's far less. We can live off far less. They can't. It costs way more. (laughs) Let's see here. Somebody said plastic forks. No silverware. They want to go to Williams-Sonoma. Look at the brushed nickel silverware. Oh, my God. Each fork and spoon costs $8. They want to go and get the whole damn thing. They walk out with $100 worth of silverware. We sitting there like, I'm sorry, what? You go to the grocery store, get that $2 a uh, pack of a uh, utility. You get the knife, you get the fork and the spoon and you washing them bitches. You washing them off, washing them, putting them in there. You rotate them bad boys. You can hold on to them for three months. You lose one. Damn. I lost one of my forks. Oh Lord. You going to you going to Kentucky fried chicken to get one of them spoon forks. Yo, we used to do that too. We used to do that too. You used to go to get all the fast food uh, spots. You get salt, pepper, ketchup, mustard, fork spoon, you good. Mm. You good. You eat by yourself. You make your little thing, rip your ketchup, Mad? this whole cabinet full of ketchup, soy sauce. You just need the essentials, hot sauce, soy sauce, Taco Bell, hot sauce. Men can live just like that. Men can live like that. most men can live like that and be completely fine. Now, when it comes into do you want a woman in your life? can't live like that. she come over to your place. What the hell is this? If you want a woman in your life, like a, a legit one, not a hit and quit. as soon as you move a woman in that all that shit goes out the window. Now you shopping at IKEA, now you at William and Sonoma, now you at Target, buying shit that you don't need. <laughs> And then she's like, we need this and you pay for that. We need this, 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 and this. They buy so much shit. We need a spatula, a piece of cutter. They buy eight of them damn spatulas. They buy eight spatulas, two pizza cutters, eight wine bottle openers, can opener, a can opener. To <laughs> You're like, what the fuck? Like, we don't need all this. Coffee machine, toasters. Toasters with four slices is lonely, two of us. Why we need a four slice toaster? It's all decoration and shit. Decorating, you buy all this shit and decorating and put this out. You got the whole spatula and all of these showing over here. Lemon squeezer, chip clips. You'd be like, come in there, chip clip. You'd be like, get a paper clip. Paper clip, right on your chip clip. (laughs) Bed, bath, and broke. They in there, man, just buying shit. And you just like, what do what you need in this thousand dollars later? She get the little mixer, you know, that big ass mixer that costs four hundred dollars. She got to have that. I'm like, what the hell are you going to mix? What the hell are you going to mix? And then they put all that shit in your kitchen. This kitchen too small. We need a bigger kitchen. Now you move for four hundred square feet. Now you in two thousand square feet. All for the kitchen. So your kitchen utensils and shit can fit in, fit into where she at. Come on, man. Air fryer. It's crazy. We can live off way less. Anyway, Mr. Apple says this is, I'm sorry. Uh, Pug Dad says, Coach spitting facts. I have several boxers that have outlasted my relationships. Boxers and dogs, all a man needs. Keep, uh, He says, keep you up top in valet. Oh, shout out to, yeah, keep me up top in the valet. Crockpot. It's insane. The money that they can spend where we can do far we don't need it now i have a lot of this stuff and many men have a lot of this stuff but that's because we've been somewhat domesticated but it is what it is they need coffee filters they need all kind of creamers for their coffee Oh, this day oh, this is a pumpkin spice latte creamer this is the the vanilla spice latte creamer this creamer eight bowls of cottage cheese please And then most of it, they'd be throwing away, throw away, throw away. They're pretty much consumers and wasters. You got to watch out for them. Courtney says, I have an Instapot and use it every day. Best product out there. Let's see here. Let's get back to the show. The wall is undefeated. Uh Uh-oh. And meanwhile, there's an old man that is having babies out here. Let's go ahead and. Show you this one. The wall is undefeated. This is Sarah Jessica Parker. And Mm. as we can see, uh, if we were doing the prime and decline game, Sarah Jessica Parker probably wouldn't even win the prime game. I've never been hot on her. Uh, But um, as you can see here, (laughs) she's realized she's hit the wall and uh, she's even acknowledging it. And she says, I know what I look like. I have no choice. What am I going to do about it? Stop aging. Well, nope, no. And She can't do nothing about it. So she's she's not even fighting it anymore. And she's probably saving a lot of money. But uh here you go, right here. Uh ladies, it's just without the miracles of modern science. Look, I've been I've been I've been on the guys about money and all of this stuff. So you might say I took your side, but ladies, let's get back in on you. If it wasn't for makeup, if it wasn't for hair dye, if it wasn't for Botox, miracles of modern science, if it wasn't for spanks, if it wasn't for injections and implants, if it wasn't for that. This is what most people will look like after 40. Mm. This is what most of y'all will look like after 40, and COVID proved it. When we hit C-19 and them hair salons start closing up, and this woman is probably not even 60 years old. Let's go ahead and look up her age real quick. Um, when, when COVID hit, all of my friends and high school mates that were 40, on Facebook, they start looking 55 real fast. How old is she? Parker age. It says she's 57. All right, 57. That's a bad picture over here. I think there's some more good pictures. But again, if it wasn't for hair dye and all of this stuff and creamers and skin and all this stuff and and hair, what do you call these things right here? Hair highlights and all that. I mean, dude, the aging would be rapid, significantly rapid. And so you have this right here where she, in this picture, I don't know if this is for a movie role, she basically just letting it go. Let it go, let it go. Definitely looking like Master Splinter. Boy, Master Splinter, man, that has got to be the best comparison going on. And with that being said, this is why it costs way more to be a woman. Because they're trying to defeat that. So I know this inherently. You know, I like I said, I've lived with women. I've seen the box die drops. I've seen the box dye jobs. When you get to these wigs and all of this, it's reprehensible. It's reprehensible. The cost of these wigs is crazy, and what they're trying to do is disguise cost of a wig. Let me see what a wig costs. All right. Did you see there was these wig that this woman went into the damn Sally's, the wig store, and was uh, she pulled out a gun, or I should say a firearm? Look, a wig can cost between fifty and three thousand dollars, brothers. Three thousand dollars. Look at this. What the hell was that? Okay, look at these wigs, man. Four hundred brother. Sorry, four hundred bucks, four hundred bucks for these wigs. All right. What are y'all buying right now for four hundred bucks? I'm going to ask you all again. Michael Jordan sneakers don't cost four hundred bucks. I mean, some of them do. You can buy a pair or a pair and a half or two pairs of Jordans for four hundred bucks. People don't realize what's going on, man, out here. And this is why the future is female, because they can sell them anything. Let me see if I can find a high price wig. This one right here, let me see here. Let me see if I can find a high price wig. I don't know why. Let me see here. This one's $2,900, but it's a white girl. All right, uh, this one's $5,000. I don't know if you guys can see this. Let's put this up. I can't see this here. Uh, 250, this one right here is 4,000. So if it's one of these Instagram models, she probably wants the 4,000. 4, this one right here, 2,300. This is 200. Most of the black girl wigs are between two foot, 250. That seems to be the going rate. And I'm sure they can probably show it, point me into a higher wig category here. And the guys, they have multiple of these wigs in their closet. I'm looking at $150 to $250, $300. Let's just say $300. $300. And they have multiple weeks. So mm. there's nothing you're buying for that dollar amount. Okay, here we go. Somebody, they have a closet. Oh, somebody said, <laughs> he said, they don't forget installation. And they don't need it, right? Somebody said they don't need it. But the problem is tell them that. Tell them they don't need the wig, and let me tell you this. Here's another secret. Here's another secret. Somebody said you're going down a rabbit hole on this one. It's just endless. Yep, I go. I've been in Sephora. Go into a Sephora. You're gonna get a wake up call. You're gonna be like, what the fuck? What? I went into Sephora to buy some cologne. I went in there, and there was the men's section was this big, right? All it was was a few pieces of cologne. The rest of the store. So I go looking around there. I'm like, what the? Dude, you guys don't know how much makeup costs. Anyway, the point I was gonna make: they don't care about you. Don't they? Don't need the hair uh, extensions and the wigs and the haircuts. They don't care. They believe they need it. Um, and here's the secret. Here's the secret. Somebody says I told I I didn't I never told any women to wear all that makeup and hair hat. I know, but again, you're also gonna talk shit when they don't have it. So here's the secret that I'm going to tell you. I want you guys to listen. Women will never tell you this. I want you to listen. Anytime, especially when we're talking about sisters, anytime a woman goes natural, the reason why she's going natural is she wants to save the money that the expense, the expense of buying wigs and weaves and going to get keratin treatments and cutting colors. They want to save the money. It is not that they just now got into their soft girl era and now that they're hugging trees. Most of the time, these women are age 35 and up. They've given up. They're broke. They realize the cost, how much they can save. They're saving $1,000 or so a month. They're saving $1,000 to $1,500 a month by going natural. Okay. Okay. She's not doing it because she wants to look a certain way or she's embraced her African tribal history or she's embraced the nature and she gives She's giving up she giving up because she ran out of money and she wants to know how to save money and she's going to save $1,500 a month by going natural. This is an indicator that she done hit a financial wall like that student loan payment coming up. The rent is due, right?
2: Your rent's due, motherfucker.
0: This is a secret that they don't tell you. Trust me, I have I have people close to me. I know the secret. They hit a financial wall, and that's designed to make a decision. It's not because they think they look better with their natural hair. It's a cost savings. That's all it is. <laughs> anyway, I can, I tell y'all the real over here. Yep, they can't get no more sugar daddies. It's what it is. I tell y'all the real, just like I told y'all the real about it costs more to be a woman. I'm going to tell you the real about women who go natural. They giving up like they giving up. That's like that's like them throwing in the towel on their dating prospects and beauty. I'm not going to be judged by the beauty standards. They throw the towel in like this. Yep. I'm not going to be judged by the beauty standards of America. I'm going to throw in a towel. And any man doesn't like her natural hair. She like whatever. (laughs) <laughs> who thinks I'm lying? Hey ladies, are you in here? Are you in here? Who think I'm lying? Ladies, tell them. I don't lie, man. All right. Speaking of uh uh the wall. Speaking of the wall, now uh conversely, you have Sarah Jessica Parker <laughs> Sarah Jessica Parker here who done hit the wall and now she's 57 and she looking like Master Splinter. But We got women in here telling you all facts. But now on the other side, Janae Eichel's father, who is 78, bringing children forth to the world. Whoa. My man out here like... Somebody said I'm the... Yeah. Okay. So here's the wall. The biological wall is real. So Janae Eichel's father, looking like a 20-year difference between me he he's shining, he gleaming, and this brother out here, and this isn't his. Not with his, sis, not with his daughter, not with his daughter, I should say. So Janae Iko, I believe I'm pronouncing her name right. She just had a child with Big Sean. Now the father had a child after Janae's child, so the the father has the what is it, the aunt or uncle? Is younger than the. I can't figure it out. I can't figure it out. Somebody figure that shit out for me. It's too confusing. So the uncle, Janae's child's uncle, is younger than him or her. Let's go ahead and see what we can do right here. Janae Eichel's father, Dr. Camaro, wait, Camaro? K- I can't pronounce that. Welcomes his ninth child to the world at age 78. And the brother, let's just say, he looks like he's in good shape. He looks like he eats fruits and berries and all of that stuff. And let's go ahead and see if we can find the wife. Let's see if we can find the wife of this guy. See if we can find the wife. He's a doctor. Uh Uh-oh. How many wives do we have here? He got a lot of wives. This man been doing work. Okay. Uh Uh-oh. She white, too. Okay. So here we go. I wonder how old she is. So there he is right here. Who's the Mac? He's a rapper? Oh, he Oh my goodness. He's skeeting around. Mm. He's a rapper, too? So he's a doctor and a rapper. He's an engineer, doctor, rapper. And there's the girlfriend, and there's a baby he pushed out. So, look, time is not. Listen, we don't have the time um, constraints that women have. I'm not saying that you should do this, but we don't have the time constraints. This is why we tell you guys, take it easy. Don't rush. I know a lot of people don't make it to his age, 78. So we need to start striving to keep ourselves healthy, focus on our health. Don't be stressed out by these 304s in your 20s and 30s. Don't stress yourself out, guys. We don't have the clock that they have. Time is on our side. Now, many men are not living to 78, so we need to acknowledge that, like we lost a couple of men in in our sphere in their 50s. We need to work on that. Don't let them stress you out. This guy don't look like he's stressed out. Uh, Let's see how old the woman is. Can we get an age on her? I can't get an age on the girlfriend. But she's a baby producing age. Maybe it's by surrogacy. There they are at the baby reveal, gender reveal party. Look at him. (laughs) Look at that smile. That's peace, quiet, and freedom. Although he does have a lot of children. I don't know how. See, his daughter's 34. How old is the woman? Look at him smiling. That's because he with a white woman. Mm. He with a white woman, so he's smiling. Okay, there's Big Sean and Janae there. I can't get the age on the woman. All right, anyway. I tried to find it earlier. I couldn't get it. So, uh, look, man, don't my man, he's like, what, 40-something years older than me? He's, yes, no, 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 30-something years older than me, and he's still looking good. So I would hope to actually achieve that in my life. Okay, I'm gonna hope I actually achieve that. Hope strategy. Women must be careful at how they start their lives. Oh, this is a sad story, man. Another sad story, rocking my brain. So, um, I'm gonna share a video of a new YouTuber. <laughs> Pops need a DNA test. Um, we'll get to those super chats in a minute. Uh, this woman do not go to her YouTube page. I think she's just starting off. She's trying to go uh pop off and go viral. I want you to keep all the comment, the comments about this young person's channel. Here, do not go over there and bother her. Please don't, because all you're going to do is get her monetized, right? You think you're helping. You think you're trying to put her in her place, but you're not helping. This is why I don't debate feminists, because it's pointless. I know people get all excited. Oh, this person debated a feminist and put her in her place. It doesn't excite me because it doesn't matter. It's just hot air. They're not going to listen. So if you go to her channel and start going into her comment section and and commenting on this video, all you're going to do is get her views Booster in the algorithm. She's going to get monetized. And then all of a sudden she'll have 70 cases, thousands of subscribers and you're going to be pissed. Right. Then you're going to be like, I can't believe these 304s winning. You guys are the ones that did it. So keep them here. Keep the comments here, please. Okay. As this, this is also why I'm reluctant to share other people's YouTube channels. Typically, I only do it if the person's, you know, outside of the red pill and then their channels are established. I don't simply share Red Pill Guys YouTube, and then also small YouTube channels because then you guys go over there and be like, Coach Gang, and then then they come over here bothering me. They be like, Coach Gang sent me here. Coach told you this, and then she comes finding me, and then she starts going, he's talking shit. Leave him alone, please. But this is a young woman here. We're going to go over. uh, This is how young women start their lives off. And then when they find their way, they want to find you, gentlemen. They want to find you.
1: And that's you.
0: Let's go ahead and start it here. Fair use. Since this is a young YouTuber channel, she might not know what fair use is, but I can use this for critique. Per- Matter of fact, let me put this shit up right now. Let me put it up now because people don't know how the rules of YouTube goes. They're going to say this is harassing, but it's not uh, fair use. Let me go ahead and find my clip here. Where's my? Oh, here it is. yeah, 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 yeah. Excerpts of copyrighted material may, under certain circumstances, be quoted verbatim for purposes such as criticism, news reporting, teaching, and let's play it again. Research without the need for permission from or payment to the copyright holder. So I can use this for criticism and teaching purposes. Let's continue. Um, This woman, is the video is quite distracting, but she's going to talk about why she's leaving, pimping, and hoeing. Why she's leaving Pippin and hoeing Oh, <sighs> well, let's continue here. The, name of the video is gonna be. Oh. Let's go ahead and start it. It
4: is gonna be why I'm leaving the game of Pippin and Hoeing.
0: I can't do anything about the audio. She's got the TV. Listen, boy, YouTuber, she can't play the TV in the background and record a YouTube video, but that's neither here nor there.
4: choosing a different path that I feel is better for
0: my son and I Adonis Mm. all right Adonis is watching Spongebob I'm gonna try to not put Adonis in the video because it's a child so when he appears in the video I'm gonna try to skip but he's gonna appear in the video in pieces so I'm gonna have to skip that part but her child's name is Adonis Let's continue.
4: I'm sorry, I'm, not, y'all, I'm I'm gonna be cutting off in and out a lot because I have him with me all the time and stuff like that. But um, a little bit about me. I'm 23. My real name is Tiara, but I go by Mercury because. Um, I like astrology, and my Mercury is in Pisces, and that's how we communicate, meaning I'm very passionate, I'm very sweet, and I'm very imaginative as well. Adonis! Mm.
0: Well, so far... (laughs) Fathers are needed. Fathers are needed, man. I know we've rebelled in the spirit of Jezebel. I already know this. Somebody set her up for failure. And uh, we have gone on a quite a tangent to astrology, crystals. We have goddess. We have a choker around the neck. We have a single mother, age 23. That is a pippin and hoeing. What are we doing, y'all? What are we doing? What are we doing? This got to be Straggle Sniggle University. Let's get back to the show. And Adonis.
4: Um that's about me. Um, I do have goals and, and accomplishments. Like the YouTube channel is one of them, and it's getting started. And I never thought like this would happen, but I'm excited. Another goal that I have is um I want to pole dance. I want to
3: Perfect, the art of pole dancing.
0: Okay, now we're going, okay, pole dancing. Okay, boy. Women don't need no man, though. Women don't need no man. I mean, we're going all this way around the earth and being around the world and now, yay yay. Can we have fathers? Can we have people not procreating with these people? Can we have all of this to avoid a man? Let's continue here. Oh, boy. And that's
4: what I've always wanted to do. But I let
3: someone manipulate me and persuade me into selling myself on the street. And mm. it's all Jermaine's fault. It's always Jermaine' Jermaine's
0: fault. Yep, she let someone manipulate me into selling box on in these streets.
3: In these streets.
0: <laughs> yep, she got the choker on, which is a dead giveaway. You let someone manipulate you into selling box in these streets, in these streets, you cannot make this stuff up. It's now Jermaine is the problem, and you know she's lying because she's smiling. Oh boy!
4: And oh yeah, so how I got into this game, into the lifestyle.
0: Um, she's gonna miss I up.
4: an apartment and everything.
0: She can't get the story right. She gulping and what? I had an apartment. What now? She's gonna miss up about a minute, and we'll have to skip ahead because. As she was trying to tell her lie, then her son came in. So I'm going to skip forward for about a minute. There's a, the son here. Let me see if she, yeah, there. okay. So the son was distracting her. Now let's get back to the story here. And the first track he put me on was OVT Oregon Trail in Florida. But before he- There's the son here. I mean, this, we gone, man. We gone, bros. This, this is somebody's mama. Let's continue.
4: No, you, do you want me to hold you, or do you want to run around? Oh, get in the bag. Go ahead. But um, I'm going to let him throw his hand around. This is very overwhelming for me because I'm with him all day. And I'm trying to, my goal is to save up as much as I can so I can put him in daycare so that I'm able to maneuver.
0: You want to save up as much as you can so you can put them in daycare with all the future criminals of America so you can maneuver. Bro, what are we doing? Like, I'm telling you, man, we messed up somewhere in America. We messed up somewhere. What are we doing? This is a vicious cycle. (laughs) And these people really be like, okay, yeah, the last thing I need is a man. The last thing I need is the relationship. The last thing I need is to submit this woman at best. Unless she get lucky on social media, she ain't going nowhere. And neither is Adonis. This is the truth. They're going to be normies. They're going to be struggling. They're going to be on Atlanta Street interview videos. It's going to be bad. It's going to be bad. And this is somebody's parent. This ch- This boy doesn't have a chance. Let's continue with just a little bit more. But this is what she's rationalized. I want to do this and I want to do that. I want to do this. You need a man. You need to be cooking somewhere, cleaning. That's all you got left, please.
4: I'm so bad. I'm so sorry, guys. I'm getting sidetracked.
0: She too distracted. She t- she distracted with her whole life. All because she's trying to do what? Oh, boy. Who? Woo! Woo! Twenty three. <laughs> I'm not making fun of her. This is what we're turning out into the world. And oh, it'll be fine. She'll be fine. Don't worry. Don't hate on her. She's going to be fine. She's going to make it. She's going to blow up. The only thing she going to blow up on is only fans. Oh, yeah, that's how I got
4: into it. The guy reached out to me on Instagram and stuff like that. And, you know, he came to my apartment, picked up me and my kid, and he.
0: So she met a guy on Instagram and he came to her apartment and picked her and her kid up. Mm, let's continue.
3: Oh, the humanity.
4: That one of his girls had left him for a client to live for a client, but he didn't tell me what he did for that girl to do that. <laughs> Guys will never say the whole story. Adonis, turn off the microwave. Get in the bed.
0: I bet you it's 12 at midnight right now. I bet you it's midnight right now. And Adonis up drinking Kool-Aid. I bet you it's past midnight. He up watching Spongebob drinking Kool-Aid. Get in the bed. bed. She in the hotel. This is a hotel. Somebody said this is a nice house. That would be a hotel. Let's continue.
4: Um, yeah, it's not going to be long. I need to hurry up. See, that's why um, I appreciate you guys sending me enough money to so I can put him in daycare and stuff like that. Daycare is like 200 a week. Oh, but yeah, that well, I'm leaving the game because in the lifestyle pimping a home because it's not what it seems. And, and the shit is a lie. That's what I feel like it is to me. It's a lie. I've paid pimps, I've given pimps.
0: Okay, just so you can catch up, men have given her money to send her kid to daycare. He's not; she hasn't educated anyone. She hasn't helped. She hasn't entertained. She hasn't shuffled. She hasn't slobbed on anything. She hasn't tested on the pole. She hasn't sent any pictures. They are trying to get her. People are cash apping her to send her kid to daycare. Nope. Let's continue
4: hella money and they've done nothing but beat me exploit me and hurt me and my kid um,
0: how was you out there when you have a son i got some questions
4: um, let me tell you all something. my first pimp, which is my turnout folks they call pimps folks um, um i put him in an s550 dance and, and this was when i was
0: all right there's the son so let, let me skip ahead she's saying that uh he made, she made her pimp $30,000 and he bought a Benz and he didn't give her any birthday gifts and all of this stuff. Let's, a couple more seconds here.
4: Okay, my first pimp stopped on me and spit on me and beat me up for my birthday. And he was seeing a regular girl that didn't sell her body and I wasn't giving him any money. He was seeing her in Atlanta while I was giving him money. Like... I felt so stupid, that was the worst. My first, first heartbreak was my son's baby, with my son's dad.
3: My second worst
4: heartbreak was by him.
0: Anyway, gentlemen, ladies, be careful out here. These streets are mean.
3: In these streets?
0: She's blaming everybody but herself. And then, then then they're gonna come out and say, why don't you pick me? Why, why I'm not a, why am I not a good woman? Why can't you take care of my kid? Why can't you make a lifestyle out of me? And you're like, Well, you've been to these streets, you've been selling your body. Well, what does that mean? That doesn't mean that was my past. Mm. And these are the kids you're gonna raise, Adonis. By the time he's eight, you're gonna come into Adonis's life and he's gonna be, he's gonna be um like butters the, on the playground. He's gonna be the neighborhood pimp in fourth grade. Tragic man. So be careful out there. There's enough going over there. Please don't go visit her page. Don't intimidate her. Don't harass her. She's obviously very fragile. And don't send her back to my page, please. All right. Because that person is. I know the haters are watching me. They're gonna do it on purpose. But <laughs> all right, when it comes to this, this is sad. Let me do some super chats and we'll get into the co-parenting myth. My co-parenting is a myth and it's disastrous. All right. Uh that's gonna be the Kim Kardashian part. Timothy Garnett, I believe women consume more alcohol than men do, too. This is true. I assume that's why men or most of them look way older in their older age. He says they party much more than men do. Facts. This is facts. If uh, Where's my bartenders? They probably can confirm. Um, many women drink way more drinks on an outing uh, on a typical weekend. If you combine all the drinks that are being consumed and you can pretty much determine what the reason is because they're getting them for free. Not all of them, they probably bought one out of the three they're drinking, right? Many women that get sloshed, white girl wasted, they'll get six and eight drinks and, you know, four shots. So obviously, we're not going to spend that amount of money on ourselves. So we're not going to buy six drinks for ourselves. If we do, we're going to buy rounds. All right. I'll buy this round and the homies will buy that round. And then that might be our way to four or five drinks. But them, Here's a shot, here's a shot, here's a drink, especially if they're attractive. So, yes, they do drink out and party themselves out really early. You will hear women that are in their early, mid-20s, 26, they'll be like, I'm tired of the party scene. (laughs) Why? Because they've been in the club since they were 19. They've been in the club since they were 19. Maybe earlier if they're at a college campus. So they've been out drinking and at the clubs already damn near a decade. And they are tired out. Same with drugs, too. They get those things for free. Cheap Drunk Hacks, did you hear, um, Coach, did you hear about the documentary coming out on Ric Flair? It should be interesting. I'm sure it's going to be definitely devastating because uh, Ric Flair definitely should be on the simp, on the uh, 12 simp's, because um, some of the things that he's done, he's lived definitely a crazy life. But I love him in the mid-'80s going into the early-'90s. Ric Flair was one of a kind. Pug Dad says... Pops needs to get a DNA test. Okay. You're talking about Janae Eichel's Pops needs to get a DNA test. Maybe he should. I don't know. I would get a DNA test. Somebody says Flair is a simp. Research him. Flair is not who you need to be following. Now, his character, yes. But Flair in the regular life, no. Rick Flair. How, how many times has Rick Flair been married? Look it up. He says it was a mark for himself. Ric Flair wasted all his money on women. I don't, I don't, I definitely don't, I definitely can't support that. Okay, Ric Flair has five ex-wives? Five ex-wives. Let me see, one, two, three, four, five. Now he's a boomer so this is what boomers typically did I think he had five this one's saying five now this one is not officially his wife so they say they're married but I don't think they're officially married according to Ric Flair okay but most of it he burned he burned he burned a lot of his money on that lifestyle. Anyway, watch out for that. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't support you just burning your money just on strippers and holes and partying and all that shit and flying and all that stuff, jet setting. He really lived that life that he talked about, but it didn't come. It wasn't. It came at a cost. It came at an extreme cost because he lived that life. But then when he looks back, I guarantee you, go listen to him. By the way, if you think I'm misspeaking on him, go listen to him. Um, Ric Flair will tell you. He screwed up. (laughs) Okay. He will tell you, not only will he tell you, he will be crying when he told you he has a YouTube channel here. He will be crying tears at what he did. Now he'll talk about, yeah, I did this and I was doing drugs and we would take girls back to the hotel. He will talk that shit, but his ass will be crying. by by middle of the interview, which will tell you, it means to tell you, yeah, it was fun while I was doing it. But looking back at what I lost, it was, he'll probably be like, it wasn't worth it. He said he can't afford the Kleenex, the right there. Go look at it. People think, oh, no, he was a jet setting, wheeling and dealing, gator wearing, Lakers coat wearing, Cadillac driving, nothing but Mercedes Benz, Rolex wearing. He'll talk all that shit. But I guarantee you, mid-interview, he'll be in tears. I wish I could talk. About, I wish I could show you an interview clip. And you'd be like, what about this, Rick? What about this? The dude will be looking up in a crying, staring at the ceiling. All right. Which means to tell you that shit came at a cost. Came at a big cost. He says that book of sugar, too. Yes, indeed. Let me see here. King Hazy says, Hey, uh, coach, you said you were getting cologne. Can you recommend two of your favorites just starting a collection? I was getting cologne, I said I was going to steal Kevin Samuel's cologne episode. Um, but um, I would say my two favorites right now are, um, I think, Invictus and Versace Eros. But I have a good cologne collection, uh, Yves Saint Laurent. There's some good ones out there, but I ain't know my Kevin Samuels tip, right? I ain't be like, see, you get your cologne. (laughs) I'm going to do a Kevin Samuels cologne review. Anyway, Uh, but for our Generation Xers, we're going to go with Yope and Fahrenheit. (laughs) (laughs) Fahrenheit. We're going with Yope and Fahrenheit. Anyway, yeah, YSL, you saying, Laurent? is good. Uh, Invictus is good. Uh, um, Versace Eidos is good. There's a whole bunch of them. But I do. I still wear yope. I wear a zoop. I be rocking the hell out of Jupe And nothing says old generation Xers like walking into a place smelling like jupe mm. <laughs> They know, bro. Hey, look. And they know. They know when I walk in, they be like, hmm. Smells like a new Holly Berry movie coming out. Fahrenheit? Oh, I get the girls with Fahrenheit. They be like, you smell like old smites out here, bang. I love it. He says, You're not about to have these young dudes wearing Fahrenheit. Y'all better go get y'all some Fahrenheit. (laughs) Y'all, brothers. Smell like an old ass man. All right. Yes, we are old ass men. I'm gonna get my 16 year old to 18 year old brothers out here. Go get you some jupe. It's called yoke, though. Go get you some jupe and some Fahrenheit. Go to the stand. You might not even, they might not even sell them in the apartment stores no more. Anyway, shout out to y'all. But those are my those are my three favorite right now. And there's more. I got some more. I just got a bad memory when it comes to names. And he says, uh, let's see here. Dudes are still going to simp after hearing that. They're still going to simp. Okay. JC says, a chick spilled Coke in my backseat. I didn't know. Oh, she didn't even tell you she spilled some Coke in your backseat. Yep, they'll do you like that. They'll do you dirty. I mean, I had a whole person. Jakar. (laughs) I never wore Jakar. But I know people that was barely big on Jakar. And they really got y'all with that Axe Potty uh, spray bullshit too. Hey, but if you can get girls with yoke today, you can still get girls with yoke. Fahrenheit, yeah, you can still get them. But you're going to smell like an old Mac Daddy. You meant, oh, that kind of Coke. Oh, my goodness. Okay, I, I was thinking the drink. So they a uh, chick spilled Coke in my backseat and didn't know. That's crazy too. Oh, one of the things that you guys don't realize is that a lot of women do recreational drugs. I've been trying to hip you up on this one. A lot of them do recreational drugs. So you won't even know it. And they got high stuff. They got stuff that you don't even know. They could be having hair on. Uh, pills and tabs and all that stuff. They'll have it on their person. We got uh, CT Jones says. Give me one of those.
2: Damn, Daddy.
0: When I show up wear- wearing jacar in Yope and Fahrenheit. Daddy. they love it it's a throwback gs inc appreciate you for your support and we're going to go over to venmo paypal and then get back to the show he says what y'all know about sex panthers what sex panthers i don't know nothing about that
2: it's
3: barbecue in there
0: let's see here is that a cologne Okay, let me see. PayPal is the last one. I need to check on that. Yeah. Trying to think of another cologne that I've been wearing quite a bit. Another cologne. Oh, oh. Uh, Savage is good. Savage, I think, is a good cologne. Look, I'm turning into a dating coach. Savage. There's another one that I wear. Trying to think off the top of my head. That I wear quite a bit. I have to see the bottle. I don't even look at my bottles. I just spray it. I'll be like, that's the bottle. There's another one that I wear a hell of a lot. I wear it a lot, but I can't remember off the top of my head what it is. I got quite a few people over here on the PayPal. So let me get to those brothers. There's another one that I wear that is I can't even remember. I have to see the bottle and I'm not going to stop the show to go get it. Let me see here. You guys are naming them. (laughs) It's not cool water. (laughs) Uh, Shout out to Kevin says, thank you for being perhaps the only person in the sphere who has not reacted to Britney Renner. Yes. I tend to do that as a, I don't know. It's a defense mechanism. I'm the guy that always be like, I'm not going to do it just for views. I do my own thing for views, but I never, I'd be sitting there going when, when everybody's doing something, I'll do the opposite. I'll do the opposite. I will refuse to do a video on a react or something. I don't know. That's why I'm at where I'm at in YouTube. Cause I simply won't jump on the bandwagon. I always want to set the tone as opposed to react. Yeah. I'm a contrarian. Yep. Okay. Everybody's reacting to victory winner. I ain't going to do no videos. <laughs> Meanwhile, my views be like, is it aqua? No, it's not aqua. It might be aqua. Okay. We got our brother here. Uh, Emmanuel says co-parenting is hard because we live in a in a night godless society. Marriage is supposed to be respected by both genders, and um, we are providing ourselves to be or we are proving ourselves to be no different than animals. This is true. We're going to get to the co-parenting thing. Uh, Let me do two more. Because, yes, we're proving ourselves to be we're we're doing more harm than we think are good, and I think we settle for co-parenting as if it's the best available option, and it's not. Johnny Del Rome, coach, in your professional opinion, why do you think that the San Antonio Spurs have collapsed ever since the Kawhi litter debacle? Spurs have been absolutely reprehensible as a Cowboy and Spurs fans. I've decided not to pay attention to football and basketball the next few years and concentrate on my own damn money. Go Astros. Mm. That's true. Yeah. I think the Spurs are definitely in a rebuild situation where they're trying to get lucky. Um, I don't know if you guys know, uh, and this is just my opinion after reading the Rick Pitino book. uh, Rick Pitino went from Kentucky. Let me just give you all a brief basketball history. Larry Bird's not walking through that door, fans. Kevin McHale's not walking through that door, and Robert Parrish is not walking through that door. And if you expect them to walk through the door, they're going to be gray and old. And uh, what happened was the Spurs and Greg Popovich got quite lucky when the Spurs moved up and got Tim Duncan. And that's the reason why Rick Pitino left Kentucky to go to the Boston Celtics. They were in a better position in the lottery to get the Boston Celtics' first-round pick, and the pick would have been Tim Duncan. So that's the rest is history. And, and as a result, Pitino's fired from Boston in three years back at Louisville, and Rick Popovich is the greatest coach in, in, in the world. <laughs> right. So that's basically how that happened. Now, Pop, I'm not taking away from Popovich's coaching, but Tim Duncan is the reason Greg Popovich is Greg Popovich. The first time he pairs them up with David Robinson, they they defeated all odds by getting the number one pick. Tim Duncan's there, and the rest is history. Then Kawhi Leonard comes, then they get the uh, uh, foreign players, Parker and Ginobili, and everything works out for them for about 15-year run. And then, once that's over, Greg Popovich essentially holds on to the Spurs job in a general manager job. He can call his own shot. He can stay relevant. And he kept the job to prevent that damn Becky Hammond from getting it. Right. So there's a whole bunch of shit going on, and he's tanking them so he can leave and put them in a better position. There's a whole bunch of shit going on there. This is just my own personal opinion, but that's what happened. I mean, he, the NBA, all you need is one player, maybe two, and they got lucky. The Spurs actually had one bad year. I think either, I think David Robinson was out the previous year. So they won like 18 games or something like that. They And they got the number one pick. So that pick was supposed to go to Boston. Tim Duncan would have been with Boston. Rick Pitino probably still would be the greatest coach in the history of the NBA. It didn't work out that way. And as a result, Greg Popovich gets it. So anyway. <laughs> uh, funny how things turn out. This is just an opinion. JC says that was the cologne from the Anchorman movie. Which one was that? Okay, let's get back. Yeah, the Spurs is over, by the way. Again, Tim Duncan goes to the Spurs. Uh, the Spurs had won zero championships. Tim Duncan goes there. They win five. They ain't going to win another damn championship. It's over for them. It's over. Tim Duncan was a once-in-a-lifetime player. And they were lucky to have Tim Duncan. The Spurs wasn't shit before Tim Duncan, and they ain't shit afterward. Just as an opinion here. Hate to start telling facts. But it is what it is. (laughs) San Antonio will have San Antonio is going to I can't go to San Antonio now. I'm definitely cannot be invited to San Antonio. So let's get into the co-parenting conversation here. By the way, my sports channel is going to be Liddy in 2023. I'm actually doing some documentaries, uh, some live streams on some great topics. So join me over there. Join me over there. All right, uh, Kim Kardashian reveals that it's hard to be a co-parent, but why would it be so hard, especially for a Kardashian? Now, let's go ahead and take it to the interview. Then I'm going to break down this idea of the co-parenting and why many times mothers are the great sabotagers of the co-parenting experience. Let's go ahead and show you here. This is Kim Kardashian. You know her. She looks different every time. Yeah, I'm going to have to check into San Antonio when I show up.
5: I had the best dad I had I don't want to get emotional no it's just been a day for me but like it's been a time it has been Mm -hmm. you know it's hard shit is like co-parenting it's really fucking hard Mm -hmm. you know and like
2: you're not co-parenting with the with just anyone yeah But I had
5: the best dad Mm -hmm. and I had the best memories and the greatest experience. And that's all I want for my kids as long as they can have that. Mm -hmm. That's what I would want for them, you know? So like, if they don't know things that are being said or what's happening in the world, like why would I ever bring that energy to them? Mm -hmm. You know, that's like real heavy, heavy grown-up shit that they're not ready to like, deal with
3: yeah
5: you know and when they are we'll have those conversations but like and i'll be so prepared but yeah to like keep their life as normal as possible Mm -hmm. you know they don't have a normal this is like but they're so normal like okay hold on they really really are like they're super Mm. like
0: They're super like, okay. Like
5: super creative and Mm. super.
0: I wonder where they got that from. Special.
5: Mm.
0: super. But as far
5: as just like socially, they're super normal. And I love that for them. Mm. And that's why like, you know, I, I love just all their friends. Like everyone, they just have the best crew.
0: Oh boy! I mean, where do we start with this bullshit right here? Um, first of all, she's playing the victim narrative, and she's trying to throw Kanye shade right now.
3: It is all Jermaine's
0: fault. Okay. It's all Jermaine's and this is indicative fault. of the modern day co-parenting situation where people say, "Well, it's better if they 50 50-50 custody," and and what will happen is, um, they don't realize that they're presenting a toxic presentation to their kids meaning they'll do the co-parenting thing as a splitting here. And uh, most of the time you have to fight for co-parenting, right? Most women don't give co-parenting out. Like they don't say, okay, 50-50 and let's go. Most of the time it's a fight. So if the judge does give 50-50, the mother is going to be throwing a monkey wrench into the entire program. So that's the first thing about co-parenting and that's what she did. So if the mother feels like she deserved more custody than she actually got, The mother's going to sabotage the entire co-parenting experience. They don't want that. They don't want 50-50. Some do. Most don't. Most don't. And so the entire co-parenting is going to be disrupted because of her, not you. And then she's going to go into this hero complex. I got to save my kids from the father's parentage. This is why co-parenting does not work because the judge can't be there all the time. The police can't be there. They don't give a fuck. The police don't give a damn. And the parent the parent that lost custody is going to sabotage it. That's why she's doing this. And so in this situation now, she's still co-parenting because Kanye has to get some sort of custody, okay? And she's getting $200,000. This is another proof. It doesn't matter about the money. She tried to hurt him. He's getting $200,000. He's paying it, and she's still not happy, okay? I'm not happy. (laughs) And so here we go. Now she's going to say it's so hard for her, not because it's hard of her balancing it. That's a hard thing, too. And that's another trap of co parenting. The mother will get majority custody and then complain how hard it is to be a parent. Well, I got to do this and you're not there five days a week and I got to take them and pick them up. I got to go to dentist appointments and the doctors. Then you'd be like, well, give me custody. No, I'm not going to give you extra custody. So it's damned if you do, damned if you don't. They can't deal with the bullshit. So then they complain even when they get the majority custody. So she got majority custody, child support, and she's still up here crying, playing the victim. This is crazy. Now, let's let's talk about this. Let's talk about this co-parenting thing, right? Uh, what most people don't realize, that, and I told you how much of it is a myth, and the myth is that you can do this and the kids won't be harmed. Or oh, at least they get to see both parents. It's fine. And you think you're doing good by them. But I'm going to show you a couple of videos. The volume's going to be down, and I'll have to slow it down so you guys can read the captions. But these are TikToks, and TikToks typically have a music theme behind them that matches whatever the feeling is, and then they'll put their captions up, and they won't say anything. So I'm sorry about that. I'll have to explain it. But these are videos of kids of co-parenting or divorced parents. Now, watch what their representation is of their lives. And what parents think they're doing as co-parenting. Co-parents think they're heroes. Oh, we're doing the right thing. Our kids get to go back and forth and live out of backpacks and bags for 10 years. Now, watch the kids' experience on what it's like to live in co-parenting. Let's, let's go ahead and show you here. And I always challenge co-parents, if you think it's okay for kids to do this, You try it. I guarantee you, you wouldn't make it three weeks going back and forth. Let the kids live in one house, and you guys live in a studio apartment. And then every week, the parents go back and forth to the main house. I bet you you couldn't do it. I bet you you would throw in the towel. All right, so here it is right here. This is a young girl. And she says, the realities of having divorced parents. So um, this is her right here. She's going to look into the camera. She's not saying anything. But here's one of the realities. Packing. First one. Packing. Now these kids are doing this for 10 years plus plus. 10 going back and forth. Cause you dumb asses can't put the kids first because you are fighting each other in court, packing next one, traveling between houses. Now, of course she's looking like she's pouty pouty because she doesn't enjoy it, but who enjoys it? Some parents live an hour away. Some parents live around the corner Some parents live in other states. Packing. This is destruction. Here it is right here. uh, Missing the parent who you aren't with. This is common as well. This is common as well. This isn't even the half of it. So you want to see the other parent, but you're on this custody schedule to make it fair. And then you don't allow the other person to come in and out because you guys are both toxic. Let's continue. The next one, arguing. And you're normally going to argue Towards the end of custody schedules and then the kid right here. Okay. So uh, what typically happens is you uh, go through a week and then the kid by the end of the week's arguing with you and they can't wait to go see the other parent. Then they go to the other parent, argue with them. They can't wait to come back and see you. This one right here, the friend asks, are you excited for our sleepover? This is very big one. Listen to this one. Are you excited for our sleepover? And then it's going to be this, oh, I can't, I'm at my dad's house, sorry. So this is a very common one. I don't know if you guys have experienced this. This is very common. This happens all the time with sports teams, classroom. You're over there, the kid's with you, but their friends want to do this, and then they want to go over there. But legally, they got to be over on the other side. This happens all the time. Uh, Let's go ahead and show you uh, continuing here. Yep, that. Well, she says it happens all the time. Let's go ahead and continue. Uh, pop this up. And for for people, I see a couple of guys saying, "Get over yourself." I mean, that's sad, bro. That that's sad. Y'all literally just doing this to kids and like, oh, whatever. <laughs> yeah, I swear to God, people ain't shit. People are not shit when it comes to kids, man. All get over it. People aren't shit. Y'all will bring kids in and ruin them. Y'all ain't shit. I swear to God, y'all don't care, bro. Uh, First world problems. Yes, divorce is a first world problem. Here we go right here. Where's your homework? This is common, dude. I'm telling you, I have kids that have been through this. They leave their homework at one person's house, but they're in the custody at the other person's house. Guys, I grew up like this. I grew up like this. People ruining kids and they think, oh, that ain't shit, whatever, get over it. I lived in co-parenting. Back and forth, back and forth. Most kids give up. Most kids are tired and fatigued. There's two set of rules, and then we're doing this on a major, large basis. And now the and then eventually the kids will use it as an excuse. So now, when the kids don't achieve, they could just be like, "I'm gonna just throw that shit out there." It's chaotic. Again, would you do it? I guarantee you, you wouldn't. Here's another one right here. This is another one here. Mom's house. This is for the holidays. They're leaving the mom's house on the road for an hour. Yep, because now they got to go to dad's house for Christmas. Now they got to go back. They're late for the function. Now they're at their dad's house. Guys, this is this is what people call normal. <laughs> this is what people call normal child raising, where they go back and forth, hopping around. And there you go. Oh, hi. Hey, come on. Okay, you missed dinner. Here's your microwave plate. On the road to go, oh I, call, I gotta go over here this way. Oh, I gotta go over there. Here's another one here. This is I think this is a parent. I can't really tell. I can't tell. She might be a kid, but uh she's talking about she can't. This is a kid, she can't clean a room. She look living out of a bag, living out of a bag. That's gonna be what they do, and people don't give a damn. I'll oh, get over it, do every week, every other week, every weekend. You would do it. You do that shit. You wouldn't do it for two weeks. Okay, here we go right here. Constantly doing loads of laundry. Now, this is happens. Most times when you're in a stable situation, it won't happen. This doesn't happen. Sure, they have responsibilities, but it gets tough trying to balance that when you're going back and forth. And we call this normal child raising. And I call it destructive. There's no way people can do this. This is not stable. This is not, this is, un, this is the opposite of stable. It's unstable. Then people will wonder why kids are doing what they're doing when you wouldn't even do this as an adult. That's no way that he says, there's, he says, that's no childhood at all. Friends on this block, oh, I ain't going to be here this weekend. Okay. I'm at a party. Okay. I'm going to miss it over here because I'm over here. Oh, I'll be back. Okay. No party over there. It's boring. This is the new way we raise kids. This is not natural. And so when people like, oh, get over it, kid, I don't agree with that. I don't. I think that is definitely, we're abusing these kids in a variety of ways. Switching schools, it's, it's reprehensible. And when the parents are really working against each other, and this is common in co-parenting, then one tries to leverage the other. One then tries to dirt, throw dirt on the other person's name when they're at their kids' activities, in front of the teachers. They're sabotaging each other. It's better than the alternative. Again, this this is this is lemming mindset. It's better than the alternative. <laughs> like what? Mm. It's better than the alternative. This is what justifies you abusing people. Ah, it's better than single parenthood. Of course. But we don't even know the data and the studies on co-parenting. Because it's not available yet. Because it's very new. Co-parenting has not been really a thing for 50-50 for until the last five or 10 years. We don't know yet, but I guarantee you there's a lot of kids that are in effed up situations psychologically, emotionally, and so forth. Wait until 10 years, 20 years later, they're going to be like, this co-parenting thing fucked up a lot of kids. They don't have any stability. They don't have any grounding. They don't have any friends. Social's all fucked up. I guarantee you in 20 years, they're going to look back and go. "Mm." Trust me. It's not as good as we think. And what we're saying is, and this is what we're doing to kids. It's better than the alternative. How about you, jackasses, stop having kids? How about you, jackasses, stay married? How about you, jackasses, stop bringing kids into the earth and y'all going to pray mantis each other and just divorce each other? How about y'all stop doing that? (laughs) How about y'all stop bringing kids into the earth because you guys are selfish, wanting to pass on a legacy? How about we do that? That's my my point. You guys bring in kids into this earth and you screw them up. And then you're like, it's better than the alternative. And you're screwing up generations of kids. I cannot stand this mindset is going on. What are we doing? What are we doing? How about women stop divorcing people at 80% divorce rate? I'm sorry, 80% women filing for divorce. What is, what are we, what's going on? Why are we doing this and we're not uh defending the kids? Oh, fuck it, kids. You guys are just. There's something needs to be fixed here. And not this is better than the alternative and this old oh, kid get over it. No. No, I, I don't agree with this. I don't agree with this. I don't agree with the no-fault divorce. I don't agree with feminism. I don't want to agree with these women think they can be strong and independent. I don't agree with women overwhelmingly destroying families. I don't agree with them praying mantising them. I don't agree with them getting benefits for alimony and child support. And then I also don't agree that us abusing these kids in this situation where we put the kids in the middle where they have to choose and then that to choose against getting abused or being criminals and living an unstable life. And everybody says, get over it, kid. That's not good enough. It's not good enough. Why don't you jackasses stop procreating the way you're procreating and being irresponsible? Why don't you guys stop being selfish? Why don't you guys work through the bullshit and get through it instead of I'll just divorce and find another man? Why don't we stop doing that? Because the what you're trying to do is trying to say, let's just screw everybody up and don't care. Why don't when we have a co-parenting agreement we follow it instead of trying to hijack kids and crying like Kim Kardashian. Why don't we get women to try to stop trying to get these uh, kids in, the, um, in these unstable positions and then crying victim? Yeah, why don't we stop doing that? Because the what we're doing ain't working. And then at the end of the day, the women are still playing the victim. It's just reprehensible. There's no, it's, this is not the better than the alternative. It is not. In my opinion, it's not. Because this woman, Kim Kardashian, is showing you this is not better than the alternative. It's damn near worse than the alternative. She's saying co-parenting is a struggle when it's supposed to be the best of this, both worlds. It's supposed to be best of both worlds, but here's people. It's better than the alternative. That's False cuz now the woman is weaponized to damn destroy the 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 very fabric of the kids childhood by saying it's hard on them and it's not it's hard on you and you're causing it to be hard on the kids continuing playing this again and breaking this down
5: i had the best act
1: I had, I don't want to get emotional. No, it's just
0: been a day for me. Now, Kim Kardashian's parents were divorced as a frame of reference. Her parents were divorced when they were young, anywhere between preteen and teenager. So she does, has been involved in a divorce parentage. But I don't think, and I'm not sure, I don't think her mother was a bullshit ass modern day co-parent. I believe her mother did not interfere, but I could be wrong. But she's saying I had a great time with my father. But now she's def- now she's trying to say I don't want my kids to see their father, or my father, my kids' father is the problem. She blaming Jermaine. Kanye's not like my father. That's basically what she's trying to say. It is all Jermaine' fault. It's always Jermaine' fault. And then Bruce Jenner was a stepdad. Yes. Where's the post? Here we go.
5: But, like, it's been a time. It has been, Mm -hmm. you know, it's hard.
0: No, you're making it hard. You're making it hard because you'll even reveal here. I don't know if it's on this one. I might have to pull another interview where she's going to say their father's music will come on the radio and she'll act act like it's okay for them to sing it. Uh, It might not be on this interview, but I'll show it here.
5: Shit is like co parenting. It's really fucking hard, Mm -hmm. you know? And like,
0: How is it hard? It's supposed to be easy, right? It's supposed to be easy. But she makes it hard because she's interfering. She has a superhero complex in which she believes she's the best parent. And she's the best parent on the job. And she believes that her whatever she says in the parenting should be uh, how it goes. Unfortunately, you can't do that. When you're co-parenting, there's two separate sets of rules. And if you don't like how the other parent is parenting, tough titty. Tough titty. You created the kids. That parent has their parental rights. If you don't like how they do it and you interfere, you're the problem. You're not a saving the kid. You're interfering the kid with the kid. Tough titty. Let's continue.
2: Like. You're not co-parenting with the with just anyone.
5: Yeah.
0: Now, Angie Martinez is the interviewer and she throwing shade at Kanye as well. Well, you're not just co-parenting with anybody. It's crazy-ass Kanye. What about crazy-ass Kim Kardashian? What? Mm-hmm. Kim Kardashian is the stable parent? Bullshit. We're going to say Kim Kardashian is the stable parent. Why? Because she's the mother? See, this is why co-parenting doesn't work. This is why it don't work. Because the mother is always the, in the right and the dad's always in the wrong. And, and we're saying Kim Kardashian is the smartest of the two parents. Bullshit. Mm. <laughs> There's no way, bro. Let's continue. For the quietest. Easiest. But I had
5: the best dad. Mm-hmm. And I had the best memories and the greatest experience. And that's all I want for my kids as long as they can have that.
0: See, this is all superhero talk. This is all mommy knows best. I just want to have the greatest spirit. Well, leave them alone. Don't interfere because I'm going to show you another interview where the kids are looking very highly of their father and you as the co-parenting in your superhero complex, you're looking down at the baby's father and you're the problem. Kim Kardashian is the problem. And I'm not saying Kanye is not. I'm sure he's a little wild himself, but you're going to hear how the children look up to Kim Car- uh, Kanye in a minute. I'll play that part of the interview.
5: Mm -hmm. That's what I would want for them You know so like If they don't know things that are being said Or what's Happening in the world like why would I ever Bring that energy to them
0: Your kids are on social media bro What do you mean bring that energy To them you guys are famous you are on Social media you got them on social Media twerking and shit what are you Talking about Bring that energy to them What she's trying to say is Kanye is bringing That energy to them
5: You know, that's like real heavy, heavy grown up shit that they're not ready to like
0: deal with. No, let me go again, because because what typically happens with adults is they bring the grown up shit and put it on the kids. This is what happens when people are being toxic in the background. Mom's working in the system, in the court of public opinion, in the family court. She's doing this bullshit, irritating and, and being toxic. The father's responding to that, and then both of the parents are chirping back and forth involving the kids, ruining the kids' childhood. The kid don't give a F about neither one of you guys on this way. They just want both of y'all to be love and leave them the hell alone with this shit. But both people are now bringing their shit to the kids on who's the best parent, and guess what? Here we are. You're going to get the blame to that. You're going to get the blame, and she's going to go out here parading. Because Kanye did himself a disservice by making himself look out like he's out there on another planet. Now she's going to be like, here, I'm the one stable one of the group. Are you serious? Kim Kardashian's the stable parent. What? Mm-hmm. This is no, this is a lack of self-awareness. <laughs> this is a lack of self-awareness. Kim Kardashian's the, unsta- the stable one. Kim Kardashian, let me stop again. Kim Kardashian's the stable one. You're calling Kanye crazy. We talking about Kim Kardashian. She's a stable one. This is crazy, bro. Are we out of our minds, bro? This is the lack of self-awareness of men. Well, Kanye is crazy. Kim Kardashian? (laughs) This is what y'all do. Out here in the real world. Well, daddy was out there cheating, and daddy was smoking weed. He was selling rocks and smoking weed. And yes, the mother's the stable one. What? How? How? We can't do this, guys. Can't Don't do this to yourself. You're embarrassing yourself right now. <laughs> yeah. She the stable one. She the one we like, yes, oh, yes. Oh, yeah, honey. Oh, sorry you. Sorry you had to deal with Kanye. And it's Kim Kardashian. Let me stop. Let me go ahead and continue with this show. Stop. You guys are doing it to yourself. Let's continue. Yeah.
5: You know, and when they are, we'll have those conversations. But, like, and I'll be so prepared. But yeah, to, like, keep their life as normal as
0: possible. Mm-hmm. Keep, keep their lives as normal as possible. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right, you two. You know, they don't
5: have a normal. This is, like... Oh. But they're so normal
0: um I will have a hard time.
5: Like they really really are like they're super like like super creative and mm-hmm. super
0: This is day mother, bro. This is day mother man. Y'all telling me Kanye crazy. This they moms, bro. This they moms, man. (laughs) This who y'all caping for right now. Hold up. This who y'all caping for right now. Special. Mm.
5: But as far as just like socially, they're super normal. And I love that for them.
3: Mm.
5: And that's why like you know, I I love just all their friends. Like everyone, they just have the best crew.
0: Okay, there's another part of this interview that I'm going to have to pull up. We got to start being real with ourselves, man. Some of the stuff we be doing is talking about. Sometimes I'm like, what? What are we doing? And y'all will do this to baby mama terrorist. She can do no wrong. Daddy's always in the wrong. You're going to listen to everything she say about the baby, baby daddy and she's stable. Meanwhile, she at the family court every week. <laughs> just being toxic. In what I call throwing rocks and hiding her hands, she's stirring up the pot. she's stirring the pot in the background. y'all helping her, y'all helping her stir the pot. Then when the baby daddy show up on the scene, you mad dog at him. oh look at him. oh, he a piece of shit, ain't he? Somebody said I hear the smoke tech uh smoke detector is this let me see here. oh, no, 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 this is Balenciaga. Give me a second. There's another part of this interview. um, here it is. Uh, Kim Kardashian breaks down as she talks about Kanye and protecting her kids. When you hear language like that, that's the superhero mom complex. She's trying to interfere with the a little bit of custody that Kanye has. What is protecting her kid from whom? I'm sure it's not the media. I guarantee you it's from Kanye. When you hear that shit, that's called superhero contract uh co- complex. And the mother thinks she can preside and, and have her own definition of protecting the kid and whatever Kanye does it, that ain't protecting them. That's, that's interfering. Let's show you, uh, and it's some portions of this is the same part of the previous interview, but bear with me.
5: If I want to disassociate in specific thoughts and things being said, cause that's not me. But at the same time, in my home, like I could be going through something, but if we're riding to school and they want to listen to their dad's music, no matter what we're going through, no matter what is being happening in the world, like I have to have that, you know, Mm. smile on my face and blast his music and sing along with my kids. And
0: see, you hear that right there. You hear that right there. That that is an example of a person who hates. Their father's child, I'm sorry, hate the child's father more than they love the kids. I have to put on my face and I have to sing along with my kids. You ain't you ain't hiding nothing from the kids. The kids aren't stupid. They know you hate their father. They know you hate him. And then she's like, and I'm going through stuff and I'm doing this. They bring that energy to their kid. Uh, they think that they can hide these emotions from their children. They cannot. So she's crying. She's causing the scene. And, oh, baby, it's going to be all right. Oh, I'm, you know, mama just going through. And then they do this and put this on the kids. Their kids just want to love their dad. They just want to love their dad. Oh, that's daddy song. Hey, and they'd be like, have a good time. Da-na-na. That's all the kids want to do. And then they know you hate the, the, the father. It's very simple. But then you acting like I'm going to sing along with them. Stop. And now let's see what she's talking about here.
5: Act like nothing's wrong. You know, as soon as I drop them off, I can have a good cry or, you know, text back and do what I got to do. But it's like.
0: Guys, that this is so common. Guys, kids pick this shit up. Um, you drop them off the school after they bump in the dad's music and then you sit in the car and you cry. What the f- do you know how many women do this shit? <laughs> they do this shit all the time. They put this bullshit on the kid and then wonder why the kid's depressed. They wonder why the kid's sulking. And then they wonder why their kid chooses them because ultimately they feel sorry for the mom. This is called emotional terrorism. This is called emotional terrorism. Kids will do this and sympathize with the mom because she's the most fragile. And then what, they'll, what will happen is. The mom will hold them and tie them in emotionally, basically saying, I will break down if I lose you. I'll break down if you side with the father. I'll break down if you love the father. I'll break down if you go to the the father. You got to love me more. This is what she's doing. So what the is she crying about? Because they celebrating her father. Oh, they had to sing his songs in the car, and I dropped them off, and I'm going to cry. This is reprehensible behavior. People are doing this shit over and over again. And guess what? It's Jermaine's fault.
2: And it's all
5: Jermaine's fault. It's always Jermaine's fault. Anyway. I had the best act. I had, I don't want to get emotional. This is the
0: part of the interview that we saw. So we won't play that part of it. But anyway, now she's on the Court of Public Opinion Victory Parade Tour because Kanye threw himself under the bus. He threw himself under the bus. Now she can just walk through the open door. All right, she could just walk through the door. Now, Kanye, he, he, he has a bad reputation in the public. So whatever she says, people can believe. But now I balance that out and say, you talking about, look at the baby mom now. Judge her on what she's doing. Yes, Kanye out of his mind, but what is Kim Kardashian? Are we just going to sympathize for her because she wants to take pictures in her Christmas pajamas? And she wants to say it's having a hard time? No. Many times she's the problem but nobody will see it that way. because it's easy to blame Kanye. It's very easy to blame blame Kanye. All right, let me get to these super chats here. Trust me, when it comes to when it comes to men and women, I will overly say and be and tell you the truth, but I will not let people come in here and tell kids go screw, go screw themselves. I'll get over it, toughen up when the shit is caused by adults. Okay. I'll tell kids to toughen up when it comes to grabbing your ball, cuffing your balls, pause. When it comes to being an adult, I'll tell you to get on your game. But when people are doing this whole thing about toughen up kid, get over it, and two toxic ass parents are going at each other. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna accept that. I'm also not gonna accept us saying, well, this is better than the alternative. No, what, what's better than the alternative is these two people should not be procreating together. Can we do that? Or these two people can't be selfish and go out here for six years, eight years, 20 years fighting in court back and forth or throwing shade on the other parent. This is despicable at this point. And we're saying, oh, all right, dude, we're heading to idiocracy. That's where we're headed to. We're headed to idiocracy. Just wait, just wait till these kids or adults and see how they treat y'all's asses. See how they treat y'all's asses. Because the way you've been treating them coming up, I be you guys going to be lucky if these people take care of you. Because you put them through 5, 10, 15 years of this bullshit and then told them to get over it. I mean, it's reprehensible. And I'm going to say, it's starting off. <laughs> it's starting off. And trust me, when it comes to this, most times the kids hate both the parents at the end of these Scenarios, despite the fact that you think my kid's going to love me more. Nah. To tell you the truth, your kid's going to be just ready to get away from both of you people. It's going to be nobody's fault in their face, in their mind. It's going to be nobody's fault, but they cannot wait to get away from you, toxic ass people. And that's going to be a hard reality for one of the parents who thinks they're winning. And then they're going to find out that the kid was just using you to get over on the other parent. Ah. Uh, they were like, look, it was the best of both worlds. I could get over on your ass. You was easy, and I got rid of this mother sucker. Good luck. Mm. Anyway, what well, we got here? Uh, Dual, I can't pronounce that. Dual Ingrams? Hey, coach, did you get my cash app? I want to make sure I'm not sending it to scammers. All right, I hope your name is the same over there. Um, I don't know because I don't know your name, but I'll get over there to Cash App and you'll find out. Mr. Albert says you legacy ninjas want to raise kids like this. <laughs> oh, man. And this is going to be a more common. People are going to keep going. This is common. This is fine. Co-parenting works. I'm against co-parenting. I don't think it works. I don't think it's a better. People might say it's better than the alternative, but no, the alternative is make the parents stick that shit out and work it out. To be fair, most of these divorces are no-fault divorces. They're not divorces. They're just, oh, we don't get along no more. We grew apart. No. (laughs) If that's an option, that's what people are going to do. Not only that, you're destroying the wealth. You're destroying the family wealth. Uh, But it's not that I think long-term is worse. Where are we at here? Big game, eat. Happy holidays, coach. He says, happy holidays to the coach gang. Ninjas Kim Kardashian is a three Oh four. Nothing special. Shout out to the coach gang. Nothing special. And she's as toxic as the other parent that she's trying to throw under the bus. They're both toxic. And that's a hard reality. Ghost Jay says, can you co-parent to free agent lifestyle blessings? Yes, you can, because you have a custody schedule. <laughs> and, um, And when you have a custody schedule, you can have alternative weekends or weeks off and weeks on. Yes, indeed. But you do have your obligation, right? Shelby NYC, he says, I won 50-50 physical custody. I'm bloody happy. Congratulations to you on that one. And as I say, you didn't win. The kids won in that situation. So uh, it's sad. Why does a father have to fight and say he won 50-50? That right there tells you co parenting is a myth. Because anytime a father has to have fought for 50 50, there's no co parenting. You're just gonna have toxic bullshit. <laughs> you got you you're gonna have one person that think they lost, one person they think they won. And the kids are gonna be in between. That's not a that's not co parenting. Please understand. That is not. That means one person lost. And they're going to forever make you, if the woman lost, if the woman lost in that one, she's going to create holy hell for you for as long as them kids are young, underage, because she will still be like, I lost. And here's why you have to understand that. Mothers don't think they're real mothers with partial custody. And in fact, they are not real mothers with partial custody. You are part-time mother. You're a part-time mother. And as a matter of fact, the 50-50 custody arrangement overwhelmingly, the father's doing way more work and making way more sacrifices, okay? Because many times he can still be paying child support. With that being said, that mother is going to be a pain in your ass the rest of them kids' life. Sad reality. The only way around it is if the parent says, all right, we're leaving, we're splitting up 50-50 right off the bat. That's the only way it works. If the parents have to fight for that 50-50, forget about it. (laughs) forget it that them kids going to be F the hell up. And very rarely does a woman walk in court saying, all right, 50, 50, let's talk about the rest of the shit. Nope. And where I'm going to tell you is the mom is the problem at that point forever. If she goes in there and I'm going to say this again, if she goes in there and says, no, I don't want them to have 50, 50. She's the problem without if, ands or buts. I don't care what anybody says. She's the problem. She's officially the problem. Cause the dad is not the problem. He wants what he's, he wants what he's um supposed to get. That's his right. And then she makes you fight, spend X amount of dollars fighting, and then still loses. She's the problem. I don't care what nobody says on that one. Anyway. And she's going to be a problem for a long time. Yeah, get what I'm entitled to. That's what I was trying to find. I'm entitled to 50 50. You fought me on it. Now you're going to be the problem anyway. Somebody says, does that mean he doesn't have to pay child support? No. In some states, you still have to pay child support, even at 50-50, which tells you what the other motive is for the other parent. If they're fighting you over it, they want more child support money. Sad thing is, if the father fights for 50-50, they're going to say he only wants 50-50 so he doesn't have to pay child support. Who's the problem? Who's the problem? If that's what you're going for, that's officially whoever that person is. You're the problem, but nobody will ever see it that way. All right. Mr. Hampton, Jay Hampton, says Kim needs to worry about her kids seeing her sex tapes. Exactly. What? What? Exactly. She's talking about my kids and this. And she knows she got a whole sex tape out there. And we cited, and dudes are siding with Kim Kardashian as the stable parent. You cannot make this shit up. Come, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Kanye kind of crazy. She got whole sex tapes out here. She looked like three and four and five different people over the course of that. She looking like Michael Jackson right now. She was out there getting dicked down by Pete Davidson. All on the internet. But Kanye's the unstable one. Let's get rid of it. All right. Tied to Real says, thanks for defending fatherhood and thinking of the children. First, parents should be listening to you before selfishly procreating. And of course, well, it ain't going to happen to me. Not me, coach. And then y'all end up in this boat. And good, good luck. You guys got a decade or two to deal with the bullshit. And trust me, you're going to come out not smelling like roses on this one. They're going to blame you for anything that goes wrong. Meanwhile, if those kids turn out to be geniuses or NBA draft picks, she's going to take all the credit. Where are we at? Maryland guy says, what's up, coach? Hope you had a good Christmas. Just wanted to say, you're not lying. I got three and four pair of boxers, and they either split or have holes in them, and I drink with plastic cups, too. There you go. We can drink out of plastic cups. We don't need much. Um, Somebody says, Anton. Shout out to Anton. Did a debate on Dr. Phil saying that poor people shouldn't have children. You and Anton are so right. Yep. I mean, complete selfishness going on in this world, and you guys act like, you guys act like you're doing it right. Guys, we're doing it wrong. We're, we're human being. We're humaning wrong. We're very much humaning wrong. You can blame feminism or what? Shout out to Mr. Beasley in here with the donation. We're doing it wrong. This is not the way to raise a hu- uh, civilization. Matter of fact, the Bible even says it is women who are supposed to bring forth better generations of children. Is that happening? Is that happening? That, that's her job. This is why people say women should raise kids. Biblically, they're supposed to prepare the next generation and keep, bring better kids. What they're bringing is mental head cases. That's what they bring it in. What they bring in is kids distressed and unstable. What they bring it in is whores and harlots and skeezers. What they're bringing in is, is sex mongers or men or young boys who are depressed themselves. That's what we're bringing into the world, majority. This is what we're doing, and the daycare centers are raising kids. You guys know my opinion on daycare center kids. Your daycare center, just throw the kid away. (laughs) Just give them the worst advantage. Just just set them up wrong. Just set the kids up wrong. Okay, Give them no hope and no chance. Give them a damn (laughs) daycare kid. What? Y'all not even trying to parent. Y'all not even trying. Give them no chance in life. Start them off wrong because you're selfish because you want to go out there and have a job. Anyway, on average, daycare-raised kids are the the low rung of the school. They're the underachievers. They're the average people and below-average data the people that unless they're blessed genetically, they ain't going nowhere. Anyway uh cedo not a cedo uh das Token says co-parentage is the new class distinction these kids will avoid the parents for holidays i want you to think about this i want you to think about this yeah they're the normies of the world they get no chance um i got a question cuz people don't think about this what is going to happen to kids once they don't have to follow a 50-50 custody schedule right they become they become what they become an adult, but they've been trained and conditioned for the last 5, 10, 15 years, however long you guys have been divorced. They've been conditioned to go back and forth. Okay, but now they're 18, 19, to 20, 21, 25. What are they going to do? They're going to stick to a custody schedule or they going to choose one parent to go over. Now they got to go back and forth a whole damn adulthood. It doesn't end. The hell? <laughs> or they going to just have their own shit. You got to come to the kids. Somebody getting left out. One of the parents getting left out, if not both. Somebody says, in my case, I chose one, which is going to happen. Because nobody want to go back and forth. They're going to go, oh, I'll, I'll choose one of the parents. And then you'll be getting them before or after Christmas or whatnot. But people don't think about this stuff. I want people to think about this. This is why I I'm, I defend marriage meaning I defend it, meaning it should be done right, not this bullshit that we're doing. With that being said, people don't realize you're doing damage that are going to affect not just one generation of people. It's going to affect three to four generations of people. And you guys are like, oh, well, it, it it's going to affect your kids' kids and your kids, which will be your grandkids, your kids' kids' kids. And you're going to be all divided and diced up. One person is going to get pushed to the back burner. The other one potentially might have some sort of traditions that they do. And that's what it's going to affect. Custody doesn't end because the kids get older. Custody still continues. And there's still a split until their adulthood. One parent is going to maybe get a little bit more favored than the other. Sometimes it's because there's an emotional tie or one feels sorry for the other or one parent guilts the kids more than the other. Right? You better come to my stuff. Don't come to no, no. Don't go to your daddies. And this shit rides on for decades, decades. But you guys want to have your kids and your legacy and shit. I if I'm if I'm Thanos and y'all, you could not live
3: with your own failure.
0: All <laughs> right. Where did that? Bring don't you? let me run the controls. To me. Don't let me run the controls. If you run the control, if I run the controls, I'm snapping. I'm Thanos and snapping. Go. <laughs> Some of y'all, nope, you, can I have a bit be- No, you can't have none. Anyway, we got uh, Chadwick in the building. He says, nope, we agreed on 50-50 physical legal out of the get-go, and she never honored it. It's been a five-year effing nightmare. I have to fight in family court in three counties. Wait a minute. She agreed on 50-50, but she didn't honor it. Somebody said, damn, co-parenting sounds weird when you break it down. Exactly. See, when I talk about this, people don't want to look in the mirror. I'm like, look in the mirror what you're doing. And I showed the video. A couple people were like, ah, bullshit. I'm like, man, this is what you're doing? I mean, look, y'all don't need to be doing nothing, man. This is crazy. This is crazy when we're actually looking at this like, eh. Ah, suck it up, kid. (laughs) Like, look, there were problems in all kind of relationships. But come on, man. This is intentionally done. Like if a kid grows up in the unstable household and the parents argue, okay, we can figure that out. We can figure that out. All right, both of these parents are pieces of shit, right? But when you intentionally do it and then say, eh, oh goodness. Biology makes us want to have uh do the baby making dance. It does. But our society does not support it. So Chadwick's out here fighting for fifty fifty. <laughs> wait a minute. He's got an agreement. I don't know, Chadwick, I don't know what's going on here. I don't know why you got to fight in court when you have an agreement. I do know why. Because I guarantee you, if you did that to the mother, if you did that to the mother, you'd be in jail right now. I know this for a fact. If you did that to the mother, you'd be in jail. You would have the violation. She'd be up in court tomorrow. But here, you're filing for this and you're not getting the benefit of the doubt. She lives in another, divorced in one county, she lives in another. Yeah, if you actually, yeah, there'll be an Amber Alert. She'll be out there with your tags. She'll out there file, she'll file an addendum to say you can't move the kids out of the county or certain states to have you arrested on the spot if you did this. Uh, He says, I live in another, I did go to jail. Tried to keep the kids on a TRO, traditional schedule. I think that' what that is. Oh, contempt of court for her is not recognized, so that's why she won't honor anything legally. She's not afraid. I've been telling you guys this. Uh, you guys can, um, you know, uh, you'll deal with the family court, and there's no, nothing's going to happen. Like, if she was paying child support and she didn't pay, they ain't going to jail. If they do something and you take her to court, you say she lied. She perjured herself. They're going to do nothing to her. You do one thing. They'll have your ass in anger management. They'll have your ass in a therapist. They'll have you in your kids' therapist. They'll have you on medication. They'll have the kids on medication. They'll have you in jail. <laughs> you know what I mean? They'll have your ass in jail. And we showed you the case where that stepfather, the the, the father wanted to, the kid want guys, the kids will want to move with the father and then the mother will sign uh, file a a, a a paper in court saying the kid can be moved out of state or out of the county. And the kid wants to go with the father. The kid wants to go with the dad. Hey, I want to go live with dad. The mom will be in court def- trying to file paperwork to keep that kid with the mom. You can't make this shit up. You guys don't know about this stuff. And then in public, she'll be saying the dad is a deadbeat. In public, she'll say the dad abandons us. In public, see, the dad don't care about, to the children, the dad don't even care about you. He ain't even here, see? So the, the holidays will come around. She won't let the kids go to the dads for holidays. Then she'll say, see, the dad doesn't care about you, See? If the kids are young enough, they'll believe it. See, he didn't even call you for Christmas. He didn't send you a birthday gift. He didn't send you a Christmas card. He didn't send you an Easter bunny dress. He didn't send you nothing. Your dad don't care. (laughs) All right, let me wrap this stuff up. This is a real deal. And guys, I'm just showing you. I will show you evidence. And the evidence is always going to be right there. Kim Kardashian is, is pulling the same bullshit. Um, and there's a lot of women probably in the comment section. Oh, God, Kanye's crazy. And Kim Shelby, NYC, you're right. The mother is still up. She's still a hold up for a second. Yeah, bitch. Yeah, bitch. Uh, let's see here. Venmo style. Uh, I got you. Ty says, Thank you for defending fatherhood. I will defend them. I'll defend kids uh, on this one. And remember, it doesn't matter what we say. They will spin their own story. I think people who are dealing with emotional terrorism. you be having a long ass. <laughs> Vans, you be having long ass ones. Let me see. Uh, Vans, I, I'm reading this. You lost your job and the girl I was messing with left a couple of months ago. So I can say you're absolutely right. I'm living proof. He says, and I think the situation with women are expensive is that they choose expensive lifestyles, not that it costs a lot per se. Most women don't even use a lot of the things they buy. This is true. He says at best they are hoarders and spend more money on things that most men don't care about, like nails and hairs and implant, Botox and other stuff. They aren't expensive. They are irresponsible financially. That's all that it is. Well, that can't be that that's true too that part is true and then jc says i felt like my kid will need more support after 18 his the mom is reprehensible also you missed my super chat about the sex cologne barbecue boys out there i did get it but i didn't understand it and somebody cleaned it up what do you know about sex panther i don't know anything about it i don't know anything about it but guys can't even talk about mommas being irresponsible because it's just hate they'll be like oh you just hate and you're bitter you're hurt Meanwhile, Kim Kardashian, oh, she can't be the problem. She seems like a nice person. No, she can't be the problem. Guys, I, I want you to think about this. Emotional terrorism. Um, when you have a child who is aware that in a, in a problem can be created by their own decision. I got you, man. I, I read your super chats, JC. You talked about the coke and this sex pantser. I got you. Oh, the, I, I got all of them. Stop throwing me off. Um, The point I was going to make is if a kid knows, because you, the thing about dogs and children is that when they look at you as an authority figure, it doesn't matter what you do to them. They can't fight back. Okay, so that's the, that's the thing about being a kid. Remember when you were a kid, you didn't see parents how adults saw your parents. So you saw your parent as an authority figure. Hence, if your parent is reigning over you in any way, physically, verbally, or emotionally, physically, emotionally, or verbally, you can't defend yourself against said parent. You feel like you're hopeless. Okay. So this could be verbal. This could be physical. This could be emotional. And as such, if you believe you're going to make a decision that the other parent is going to respond physically, emotionally, or verbally, you probably are not going to decide to make that decision. You're going to decide to do opposite of that, even if it's in your best interest to do what you wanted to do. So if a child goes, <laughs> a child goes, I'm going to want to move with my father, but my mother's going to have an emotional breakdown or my mother might ignite World War Three in court or vice versa. If I want to move with my mother, my dad's going to yell at me. He's going to potentially, he might punish me Punch me. That is called abuse. Mm. You're terrorizing the kid based on how you're going to react if it doesn't go in your favor. And you're the adult. You're the adult. You don't realize how big that is when you're a child and you want to tell your parents something. And you pull back and you go, well, I won't do it. That's called emotional abuse. That's terrorism. That's terrorism at a grand scale. That's a bit, that's, that's, that's like bigger than just uh, yelling or beating up your kid. Because if you do that, you yelled at him once, you might've physically harmed him once, but emotionally constant, emotional terrorism is constant. It's all the time. It's always on and it always eats at the kid. It's always there. It's always there from year one to year 20 it presides over them and you scared the piss out of them and they scared to open their out. They walking on eggshells, but now men don't typically use emotional terrorism where it's a ticking time bomb and ready to explode. Maybe a dad's going to yell, scream, lose it for a couple of times and the kid will be scared. Dad will come back. Ah, sorry. Or some parents and I don't, I don't abuse I don't I don't agree with any form of abuse. But when it comes to this type of abuse if a dad does put hands on the kid, it was once, but that can have long-lasting effects as well. But what people discount is the what people discount is the emotional terrorism. Yeah, that's what they discount. And that is presiding over your child from the mother from the beginning to the end. Yeah. She's going to cry. She cries that night. I hear my mom crying in the shower. That's called emotional terrorism. Anytime they, even time I'm around, they talking shit on dad. Emotional terrorism. Emotional abuse. This is a real scenario and people overlook it. And they let women get away with it. They let them get away with it. And your kid will come out more screwed up than when your daddy yelled at you. Your daddy yelled at you and your daddy confronted you and stood over you and you felt small. That has way more longer lasting effects when you're emotionally terrorizing them. Yeah. Anyway. It's constant and it rains over them. So anyway. Yeah, you're psychologically psyching them out. Zo man says, Did you hear Meg is suing DJ academics for defamation? Oh boy, man. So um I content creators gotta be careful. Content creator gotta be careful. I'm gonna start being careful as to what I'm talking about, who I'm talking about, because Meg the Stallion and the types like this, now that she won her case, she's gonna go on a super raid and she's gonna start going in on everybody as content creators. Watch what you post. Watch what you post because um meg the stallion does definitely does consume a whole bunch of people not me i didn't really talk about her that much i did talk about her a little bit but i didn't defame her but now yes you got to be careful we are we, we are we do have a responsibility out here so how we present things you got to make sure you you know i've toned it down um i seen what happened i'm trying to survive and survive for my own benefit i seen what happened on YouTube. I see the direction it's going. You can't just be hardcore. Now, if you don't care about the platform and you're getting zero dollars and you haven't committed to it, fine. That's one thing. But don't expect me to keep going that way, especially because now content creators are getting sued. So with that being said, <laughs> I got to watch out because people do. um, People do and will sue people, especially if they know you get in the bag. As well, they want a part of that bag. What was the one lady that got sued by Cardi B? You know what I mean? You got to use a lot of allegedly's and you got to tap dance around, unfortunately, if you want to survive. Uh, Tasha K. Yeah, Tasha K. So, yeah, you guys got to watch out. Anyway, look, let's get out of here. Two hours and 46 minutes. Uh, God bless y'all, brothers, man. And uh, protect these kids out here. And don't let this whole victim narrative. Let me Let me l- make sure before I go. Um, let me make sure before I go, I got everybody, but protect, protect these people. Don't fall for the okie doke. It's easy to go Cape for these people fall for the okie doke when they trying to play like they the victim when they're out here, probably more or less the cause of the problem. Anyway, shout out to the coach gang, man. Appreciate y'all. We'll be back tomorrow morning for Grrr-dita. Tuesday. Somebody just came in with a super chat, right? When I was getting off the damn stream. Why you do me that? All right, hold on for a second. It is christopher says my mom still talks shit about my dad and i'm 38 dude it doesn't end people think oh it's 18 it's over no it's not over shout out to the coach gang we out of here peace